0: Welcome back to episode 55 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast, everybody. Uh, we're sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. We're also sponsored by Black Belt Graphic Design. I got my awesome shirt that they gave me and my new water bottle. <laughs> nice. You get, uh, get a dedicated graphic designer and up to 10 designs each month for just 249 per month. Anything you need from logos to PowerPoint presentations, Facebook cover photos, anything you need, they do it. Uh, these guys are the the company behind everything that we do social media-wise. Uh, so you've been seeing their stuff on our Instagram and and our Facebook. So check them out. They do incredible work. The website is blackbeltgraphicdesign.com. It's worth every penny, right? Yeah, I'll tell My, you they're
1: good. They're very nice. Very right? good very stuff. Good yeah. stuff, man. Right? And I'm a graphic designer, so I shouldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My name is Milton Campus. I am now at Brown Belt. Whoop, whoop. Just got promoted. I trained down here in South Florida. You can check me out on Instagram at UncleMiltyBJJ. Or at Jiu Jitsu Dummies. I monitor both of the accounts. Bo behind the camera.
1: Uh, Bo behind the camera. What's up,
0: Bo? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, brother? How are you? Good. Uh, and our guest today, Erin Harp and her husband, Luis Mata. Welcome, guys. How you doing? sorry. Hey, Don't you? want to keep you waiting too long. How's everything going, guys? Good,
2: good. And congrats on your brown dog. Yeah, bro. Thank brown
0: you, thank you very much. Yeah, now. Now I got, I really got the work starts now, you know? Yeah. 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 Now you in it. Now, yeah. <laughs> now I, I, say, I, say I, I think it's, it's getting real serious now. I'm brown belt, you know, so this is oh, real absolutely. <laughs>
2: And now it's just time. Like purple belt's kind of like the buzz belt. And then now brown belt's kind of
0: like i time. I've already, I in my mind, I'm already like, got to go train more. Got to go train more. I got to earn this. Like, the, the expectations are higher. So I'm yeah. already like, I would go solid three days a week, go to the gym, maybe an open mat. Now I'm like four or five days, got to do it on top of everything else that I do. So uh, so happy and excited, though. It's very cool.
2: Absolutely. And then when you get your black belt, it's just a restart button. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel that a little bit now. I'm like, yeah, wow. I, I, I feel how the black belts are rolling harder with me already. I'm like, okay, they waited. They waited. They were nice yeah. to me. They were being nice. You know? <laughs> And and now they're letting out all these little secrets that they weren't telling me before. So now I'm like, oh, you were holding, you were holding back. I get it. <laughs> so you guys are the owners of Gracie Apollo Beach, right? Yes, sir. Do so they so yes. also say the like, Tampa, like Gracie Tampa? I know when uh, I see you fight, Erin, they say Gracie Tampa. It's Gracie Apollo Beach. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Well, so um, we're both under um, Matt Arroyo, um, under Gracie Tampa Cell. That's the Gracie folks. Tampa network uh, with Rob Kahn. Um, so, like, I'm a fighter under there, but uh, we're co owners of Gracie um, Apollo Beach. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. You mentioned Matt Arroyo, uh, UFC veteran. Does he still fight? No, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Retired?
2: Got... Yeah. Yeah, he's too old, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing good. He's got fighters in the UFC
3: Billy Q, Matt Favola. So, like, he's coaching them as well as Aaron. He's going a lot. Yeah. He's got fans yeah. busy.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I think I remember him from one of the early Ultimate Fighters, right? Was he on Tough? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Do, yeah, I remember yeah, him.
2: When you, yeah, way back when, I think it was like Tough Seven or. Yeah, you know,
0: it was seven. one of the beginning ones. It was, yeah. like, this yeah. was like fifteen years now. He's yeah.
2: Yeah. awesome.
0: Done that. So, Aaron, you've been, you've been, you fight in, and you fought in Invicta. Are you still fighting in Invicta?
2: yes uh, i definitely want to um get back into mma uh just this year it's been huge opportunities uh for uh pro jiu-jitsu grapplers um especially with who's number one yeah and um that was my main thing with mma i was like chasing you know chasing money um, but my heart is always in jujitsu, so now there's more opportunities. I've been more on the jujitsu mat than the cage, but I'm definitely going to be um, back into MMA very
0: soon. Isn't this amazing? I feel like this is an amazing time to be a jiu-jitsu practitioner and a competitor. You oh, know, you know WNO and everything that that um, uh, Fight to Win is doing. It's like we can make some money. Uh, this is a profession now. You can be a professional jiu-jitsu competitor and actually make some money.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Even There's... on the local
0: scenes, right?
3: Know? Like even like the lesser known, like submission, uh, under flow, even like I heard a uh, submission grappling series is paying guys out. So like that was unheard of like five years ago. You know that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was like, what we're getting paid. What? Nah, we're just, fi- we're just grapplers. <laughs>
0: I just got the flow grappling at app, like, app last year. Like, so I was, I was training, um, UFC fan, uh, boxing fan first, then found the UFC in the early 2000s because of some roommates that I had were like, You haven't seen this cage fighting stuff? Yeah. Started to become a fan, always like hit the punching bag, did a little kickboxing, just, you know, kind of like on the side. And then I found jujitsu. It was just like, I got to know, I got to understand this. It's like not something I could do by myself. Friend of the family opened a gym. The rest is history. Like I'm seven, eight years later. So, but yeah, even just a couple of years ago, It just, it didn't feel like it was like this, you know, it just wasn't, you you might get a couple of bucks to go out, but you had to be super active, travel a lot, stay on the road, right. In order to really make money. And it's just not like that now. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. We're super grateful for all these opportunities, especially for female grapplers now too. You know, there was, there was never um, cash money uh, for like absolutes or super fights for, for women. And now you see more and more girls competing and um, getting those accolades that men get. Now it's awesome.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. You just did the 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 WNO. What, they, what did they call that? Was it a, a championship series or I forget the exact name of it. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> okay. the number one championship. You're correct. Okay. So something like that comes around. Now we we had uh, Kendall Roosing on the show a few episodes back. And we were talking about women in jujitsu and kind of like the weight, the, the, the brackets or the weight categories. Is that is that changing? I mean, because, I mean, you know, there was this huge right. Uh, was it Amanda Levy kind of that you know, took a shot at, uh, at Gabby Garcia because of the weight? Like you could have fought her in this. Right. You could have right. matched up with her. I mean, you know, if I, I'm 230 and guys that are 175 in my gym complain about rolling with me, like, oh, you're too big. Come on. You know, there's a huge weight discrepancy between somebody like Abby and really the rest of the field.
4: Oh, I mean, yeah. Is, is that is that
0: changing? Is it going to change? Like you're you're in it. What, what do people talk say to you? Yeah. about Yeah. So I talked to, to Hollywood Mike,
2: um, the promoter, and I, I asked him after the tournament. I was like, are you opening up more divisions? Because 145 and up is not heavyweight for women that's That's not yeah that's an open class (laughs) like mma 145 is featherweight whether you're a male or female it's not it's not heavyweight um so he um he said that they're going to be opening up um a featherweight division 145 so i'm super excited about that um but on the flip side i don't know maybe because like my dad embedded this kill or be killed traditional (laughs) samurai chick. But uh, um, I always think of it as a self-defense situation. Yeah. You know, I have a big dude attack me and yeah. I, I can't complain about his size or his stature or weight, you know. And we applaud and praise jujitsu for being a, a lot about leverage and, and technique. Yeah. So, you know, it always sucks going against people bigger, you know. But on the flip side, whether win, lose or draw, you're, you're practicing to defend yourself at the mm-hmm. end of the day.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, when we talked to Kendall about it, she was talking about ADCC. I feel like if they start to make some moves, then the other organizations are kind of forced to make those same moves. Correct. Right, right
2: And women will come out because yeah. I know a lot of girls, like, for instance, with ADD, uh, ADCC, it's 130 and under and 130 and up. I know so many <laughs> girls that, <laughs> yeah, that, that that fall in amazing. that 130 to 160. Right. right that's insane. So how many that, do
5: we
0: have for guys? Right. Uh, yeah. So there's, 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 honestly, there's, it's not a lack now. of competitors. That's, that's no, just not, no. that's, but that's what now. they were saying. That's what they were saying, right? Right. It's, it oh, there's not enough competitors. And yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry, but even like you put Gabby Car- Garcia, you, people, if they, people know that Gabby Garcia is fighting, you have a lot of people that are just going to drop off. They're like, I'm not going right. to let her lay on top You're of me gonna, and no, wait, I'm going to look like a fool. Yeah.
2: And for instance, the Who's number one championship, for instance, my division had, I have four girls that can make 145 easily. Yeah. Easily, that was that's literally half of the heavyweight division. Yeah, you know, so like you said, it's not a lack lack of quantity. We have enough now, so yeah. Hopefully, there will be a little bit of turning point. But and we still don't know how much Gabby weighs. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. so I I didn't see the full news conference. Did Amanda just kind of call her out? Is it because like did you guys so, have to weigh in to I'll show that you were bit over? So a
2: pre story. So okay. we're we we're all having to sit uh, together um, at weigh-ins, and I'm always super respectful to to opponents. I'm I'm always gonna be the first one to shake your hand, you know, say thank you for the experience and stuff. Um, so we're all wondering where Gabby's at, and um, Elizabeth Clay said, watch her not show up to weigh-ins because she didn't show up to my weigh-ins either. She only shows up to the press conference. So I guess this is a normal thing for Gabby not showing up to weigh-ins. And my thing is, like, it's not a secret that you're big. Like, I don't know what you're trying to hide. So for,
0: like, full disclosure, you guys have to weigh in to show that you're over the mark. But because it's unlimited, right, is it 140, you say 145 and above, she doesn't right. really have to weigh in. It doesn't matter what she weighs because it's 145 and Right. I and think whatever. that's what
2: they thinking. But all of us were in our contract. We show up to weigh-ins. All of us it's were- part of the
0: promo, for- not just the, about yeah, the right. weight, but the promo. Like
2: every, every single girl except for her didn't show up. And all the guys in the division showed up to the weigh-ins too, heavyweight included. Um, so of course she shows up right when the press conference starts, literally right when it begins and Amanda calls her out, you know, she's like, why didn't you have to show up to weigh And they kind of go back and forth. She's like, it's not in my contract, not in my contract. Um, and then Gabby goes, when you make, when you've won enough titles that I've won, you can do what you want, yeah, which is a complete disrespect any.
0: Anyway,
2: but yeah. karma bit right in the ass yeah. the next day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, from the girl who called her out too, right? You know that. Was yeah. Even hey, real yeah, real quick, I'm a Lu- fan. Luis, let's get you into the picture a little bit. You're kind of fading oh. out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I, my wife does that to me too. She nudges me out. She just pushes me over. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. So, so okay. So let let's take a step back. Let's talk about how you guys found jujitsu and found each other. Did you find it? You guys met in I'm assuming in this world, right? So uh, yes. let's let, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go back. Erin, tell me about how you found jiu-jitsu. Luis you'll tell us as well. T- tell me how you found jiu-jitsu. I know a little bit, but um, you know, let's tell the audience uh, you know, how you uh, became an MMA and a jiu-jitsu practitioner.
2: Awesome. So um I didn't find it. I was forced to do it. <laughs> let's full disclosure on that. Um my dad started in ninety-three a year before I was born. So okay. um literally right my earliest memory on the mat is like three, four years old, you know, literally playing with my, my dolls and toys on the mat, but, um, grew up with my dad. Um, I hated jujitsu growing up. Like I thought it was the mm. biggest chore and you know, my dad's very traditional and he he's a militant too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he, he pushed training on me and, and competition too. Um, so he during you strong. Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> so, true. uh, uh during high school, I took uh, some time off, I, you know, ventured into other sports like soccer and track. Um, and then uh, when I started going to school in uh, Brooklyn, my first year of college, around the corner uh, from the college was a jiu-jitsu gym. And I kind of was like, oh, let me give this a shot. And then I kind of refell in love with it. And as a kid, I always had a dream of being an MMA fighter. I wanted to be the first girl in the UFC. Like that was that was my my goal as a little kid. Um, and when I re-ventured into jujitsu and, you know, relit that dream at like 18, 19, um, my dad knew he didn't have the tools to to teach me and to get me far. Uh, and I wanted to stay under the, the Hoist Gracie flag lineage. Um, so it was either going to be... Moving to Florida uh, with Gracie Tampa or moved to Arizona uh, with John Crouch at the MMA lab. And I, I chose Florida because it was closer. I'm from Connecticut, Massachusetts area. Okay.
0: So you said Brooklyn how'd you wind up in Brooklyn? You were going to college in Brooklyn? Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Just for a year. Just for a year. I'm a Long
0: Island boy, I'm a New Yorker, so I grew oh, up in nice. I grew up on Long Island. So
2: New York. you. Um so yeah, and then the the rest is pretty much pretty much history. I moved yeah. I packed my car, my mom uh, helped me out as far as moving down
0: here.
3: Oh, uh took off. You yeah. didn't want like that cold. I was gonna say,
0: if I was your dad, I would be like, You I couldn't get you to do jujitsu or you didn't want to do jujitsu and now you wanna get punched in the face. You wanna be the first girl yeah. in the UFC. <laughs> I'm like, What come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, i can't I, I have two daughters one is 27 one is 17 and i and the 17 year old wants nothing to do with jiu-jitsu <laughs> I've never been able to get any of my girls to train my wife doesn't want to train she does a little kickboxing but she doesn't want to train jujitsu. so it's always this like come on just please let me show you come on i'm a brown belt yeah. now come on i know <laughs> not, not hurt it won't hurt you exactly it hurt you. Yeah,
2: it'll only help
0: so louise tell us about your journey how did you find jiu um mine's what, I wasn't forced that's for sure was uh,
3: so I started around uh, 15 16 years old uh the same like you I was introduced to uh martial arts at a young age I was, like doing karate and then I transitioned to, like you know kids I was doing karate and stuff like that then I transitioned to boxing uh teenage years and then from there I was uh my uncle kind of influenced me and told me he was like yo you know who the gracies are and I was like who are those some chicks oh okay cool I don't want to <laughs> train with some girls he was like
5: nah
3: no no go look up the gracies and then i got together with like like aaron said uh, I, my first instructor was ryan dykart he was real traditional and he was like trained with hoist and did all that you know he was real like academy traditional so everything i did was real self-defense and then just like her i wanted to get venture in mma and we had gracie tampa here matt arroyo rob khan and stuff like that so i was kind of Venturing here and there, and training up until purple belt, and then Aaron like strolls in, and we kind of met training on the mat. And so she's like, "Yo, I'm training at Gracie Tampa," and that was it. I was, I was like, that was like my little sneak in, you know.
2: So I-, <laughs> I brought him to Gracie Tampa. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Usually, you hear the guy brings the girl. Yeah, but- but- <laughs> no. Nah, she
3: came. Was, she, was- she almost like broke my foot too. I didn't know who this chick was.
2: Oh, yeah. So, so to the story of how we met, um, the first year of me being here, I would, I would train everywhere. And um, he was training at Evor ah, City Jiu-Jitsu yeah. at the time. And uh, they have a, well, they used to before uh, COVID all kind of ruined it. But they had a, uh, a uh, common ground open mat on Sundays where uh, people from all over, yeah. all, gyms all over would come and cross train yeah. together
3: sometimes people from Brazil, some people from it'll be right yeah out of just, state yeah you it, it was pretty it
2: was pretty dope um, for four hours straight of training um, and then uh, we met one of those open mats. I was a bluebell at the time he was a purple and uh, he asked to roll I was like, sure and of course I wanted to see if I could beat him up because there's my thing. I'm not gonna date anyone <laughs> that I could beat up. my dad has embedded that in my head like you're not gonna defend you and your boyfriend like that's not gonna work so what um, if i get
3: tired no no
2: no (laughs) anyway um so right when we hit hands i fall for an ankle lock right away because i'm just 19 and super competitive (laughs) And, and i saw that he was like trying to go easy with me too and then after that, he just like beat the crap out of me, like positionally wise. So I was like, okay, he can defend me too. Fine. And uh, three months later, he asked me out on a date, and, and that was it.
3: Yeah, you know, you got to be sure when someone breaks you off
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long have yeah, you guys been so together now? Uh,
2: a little over seven, seven years, years. Yeah,
0: oh, wow, all right. So, we're going, yeah, back.
2: just got married this year. Congratulations,
0: um, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. I'm, I, I'm, uh, uh, two years to December's two years for me. I've been married. Oh, so good my good first man. marriage, I had I was a young dad, didn't get married, but then well, waited till I was 46, 47 to get married. married for yeah. Everybody <laughs> told me to do it once, everybody said you should do it at least once. So I figured exactly. i wait.
2: There's no manual on life. So yeah.
0: <laughs> my parents were together
3: forever, never got married.
0: Yeah, so when you guys in the gym, when you got because I always like to understand like the dynamics between, especially when people are married um in the gym do you, you guys roll with the, do you guys train with each other oh absolutely because i know i know married couples that like we're not gonna roll because it turn it, it gets bad or i'm gonna yeah. he's gonna get mad at me for doing this he's gonna get mad at me for doing that so you guys train together actively and yeah, yeah absolutely yeah.
3: Uh, And don't get me wrong there's been times where we have like you know like get the hell off of me yeah. get away from me when we know. were all
2: younger yeah. that would happen more yeah um uh, now, really not so much. And we, we treat each other like training partners. You yeah. Know? like Just trying to help each other out. Yeah. There'll be times where we get frustrated every now and then, but nothing serious. So yeah. what ha- what
0: happens if you're at home, fights happen, you're, you're mad at each other, and then you yeah. have to go to the gym? Will you guys avoid each other? For, like, will you not we roll with each other?
2: We just won't roll together. No. If, we're, if we're upset, we probably wouldn't roll.
3: Uh, we're yeah, we will probably just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we get more... Uh, I think if we we get fight we get into a fight at the house, we kinda of more send like, All right, that's it, time out. Yeah. Don't come near me and that's yeah. about it. And then we'll yeah. probably but we never bring it into the gym yeah. either. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. had I've had times where I'll be like, Yo, you wanna roll? And that'll actually de escalate our little yeah. argument that we had at the house. Yeah. So <laughs> It's I'm a like, different, whatever. yeah. And, you know, we <laughs> were messing, messing around. I'm trying to, you know. She's like, yeah, whatever. You ain't get me in that, you know. And it kind of de-escalates that. Yeah. So jitsu kind of helps us in that kind of aspect where, you know, like you said, some people are like, they treat it for their time. You know, like jitsu's mine. You pissed me off at the house, so yeah. I'm gonna have my rolling time. You know, and I understand that. I definitely do. But like Aaron said, you know, we've been together so long, that now we're just like. We're training, motherfucker. You got to train. You got
0: to Yeah.
3: We're both black belts. Let's go. Yeah.
0: So let's go back to the MMA stuff, Aaron. Let's talk a little bit about what is it with everything that's going on in the jiu-jitsu world. Are you still going to focus on MMA? Is this like, do you have time for both? What's the, what's the plan going forward?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've always been horrible at balancing both. Like I can be completely honest in that Um, because I literally dive a thousand percent, you know, into whatever I have coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, MMA is not not over. Um, I'm still with Invicta FC. I'm still contracted with them. Mm -hmm. I was hoping the end of this year or beginning of next year. um, I am going to be fighting in a different weight class. I am going to fight at 145 instead of 35. Um, just so I can stay at a more natural weight and, it, and it's more healthy cut, she's um, so
3: damn stronger yeah,
2: yeah absolutely
3: <laughs> i
0: mean we're, we're we're learning that more and more now, especially like you know I, again, I follow the UFC more than anything. Um, they're real everybody's yeah. realizing that I can why am I cutting? I go in weaker, I think I'm gonna be stronger, I'm not, I'm actually hurting my performance. Let me stay at my walking around weight. Yeah,
2: exactly. And, you know, I walked around at, like, one, 157, 160, around there. So going to 145 is no it's big. Easy, right? And especially with, with women, we train with mostly guys. So what's yeah. the point of me cutting weight for someone smaller when I'm, my body's already used to going against people that are, that are bigger, bigger and, stronger. and stronger?
0: So we're going to come back and talk to, about that in a second. Let me just do some shout-outs here to our sponsors, guys, so bear with me. Uh, we want to thank DD214 Fightwear at DD214 underscore Fightwear. Gear for the War on PTSD. Get 15% off your online order at dd214bjj.com. Uh, shout out to our boy Nick over at Warriors Next Adventure. He just had cancer surgery. We talked about it in the interview with, uh, with uh, TJ from Weedify. So congrats. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Um, we're going to call him Lefty now, if you know what I mean. And uh, we love you, Nick. We love all oh, you do. No, for the you <laughs> yes, that I just, did. I said it. That just
1: fucking hit me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Nick, and everything that you're doing for the veteran community. So Get well big soon, shout-outs. Bro. Get well soon. Uh, huge shout-out to Flow and Roll. I think you know Flo- Sean from Flow and Roll. Right, Adam? Yeah, are you guys? Yeah. Yes. We're actually
2: wearing the shirts. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, he's sure. one, he's yeah, one of our
0: biggest supporters. We love him. He's been a sponsor of the show for... Uh, for well over a year, I think almost the entire time we've been doing the podcast, pretty close to the beginning, he's always done something with us, so we we love him. Check right. him out at flow underscore N underscore roll on Instagram. Get 20% off your online t-shirt rash guard or gear order with code JJD at flowandroll.com. And I always tell everybody, check out their Instagram. He's already showing his gear for next year, but they do incus- incredible custom work, which is what right he does for you guys. i right? will customize yeah. something for you, Jim. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share wherever you're watching or listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to click the bell. And you get notifications each time we launch new videos. All right? So uh, thank you guys for sticking with us. All right, back to let's talk about what I know was a hot-button issue when we first spoke, Aaron. I know we went on, like, you were going to come down, by the way, but you were going to come down. Car broke down, right? You had a car issue. I canceled last week's episode because my car broke down. My battery died. I, I thought it was the starter. I couldn't get here. So it happens. I know. So we had to cancel last week's uh, uh, episode with, uh, with the guests that we're going to rebook. So been there. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to talk about were the kind of recent allegations or issues within the jiu-jitsu community, specifically things that happened with fight sports and the sexual assault allegations. Um, so, you know. Where where does this leave us? I, you know, just because it's like out of the news cycle doesn't mean it's not here. It, it's not still happening. What absolutely. are your thoughts? You know, what do you have to say to young girls out there that are training and, and their parents? So I'll, I'll give you the floor.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, lately, we've been um, we've been really uh, being transparent with our students about the um, all these allegations because most of them don't even know about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. So we've not only, we start home first, so being completely transparent with our students, um, always week to week being open and making sure that our academy is a safe space for um, people to come to talk to us. Um, But I'm just completely baffled honestly that most high level competitors aren't speaking up about this and People are still taking pictures with Cyborg and Wagner and Maggie. Like nothing happened, mm-hmm. you know, or that they didn't—they didn't have close relations into like the involvement of of this conflict. Yeah. Um, so, you know, silence, you know, causes more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully, you know, especially with the help with this podcast and others, if we keep on talking about this, more people will be aware because, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people
0: still don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure if you followed what, what happened here. Uh, I trained at Fight Sports Coral Springs in South Florida, uh, about an hour away from the Miami location. We have never had an issue at our gym that I've ever been aware of or with my coaches. I have a husband wife team as well. I don't know if you know Felipe and Sofia Amarante. Uh, they're oh, incredible. Yeah. I love them to death. Uh, but I had to come out. I, it was, I couldn't walk into a fight sports gym and train, knowing what I know, being the father of two girls, yeah, exactly. having a family member that that has been a victim of sexual assault. Exactly. How am I going to look these people in the face and right. say that I'm going to support something like this? So it was never about my gym, uh, but it was about the system. And again, it was you know being able to look my family in the face and 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 say. You know, they would have probably never heard of it, had never heard anything about this because they're not in the jujitsu world. But yeah. I knew my conscience wasn't going to let me. And uh one of my co-hosts, Miguel, we went online, we did a video. He had just gone from my gym because he moved. He went from my gym in Coral Springs down to Wagner's, down to VRMA. And, um, you know, he saw Marcel in the gym and he didn't know anybody. He didn't know. But then when it all came out, he's like, I, I saw this. He, has, he had two kids training in the gym. Uh, his daughter... Uh, Miguel has a son and daughter that train and love it, and he just I I can't melt I can't go back. How how am I going to talk to my wife? And as she's learning, as I'm telling her what's going on, he's like I can't go back. So we both we both took a step back. Um, I called my coach. I don't know if I've really gone into this specifically, but I called my coach uh, on Facebook because he was in <laughs> he was in Brazil on vacation, and I said, listen, I'm about to put out the statement. I want you to be the first to know. And he was like, Milt, you do, you know, I explained to him why. And he said, "Milton, you do exactly what you feel you need to do. Um, and at that point, I already knew that he was going to make a arra- range. He was going to take steps to step away from fight sports as well. We've changed our, the school's changed names. He's gone out basically on his own. Uh, I guess we would say we're like unaffiliated right now. And I was very happy that he did that. I knew before I put out our statement that he was going to do that. Uh, so when I put out the statement, I didn't. Uh, let him do i uh, wanted him to do it let him you know make his own announcements or what have you so we we stepped away we we made our announcement and then you know nothing but support you know i don't think th- the only negative comments i saw were people that were fighting maybe like in the chats and in the comment sections but nobody you know look everybody has i i've taken no shots at anybody that's decided to stay but i feel the same way that, that you do Aaron that you know it's very hard how do you support something happened but then you supported the person that did it and you brought that person around kids family members when you know this person's broken the law not only broken the law but i mean you know essentially groomed a young girl oh, yeah. and then assaulted her you know and if you really read the story at least on you know on the marcel uh you know issue cuz there there's more than one uh, with marcel you know he's giving her alcohol and then you know he's he's raping her so you know i We have, I don't want to say we're at the forefront, but we're so, you know, we've got a decent sized podcast now. We've got a good following. Why? am I'm not a competitor. I'm not, you know, a face in jujitsu. Nobody knows who the hell I am. Why are more people not coming out and saying things? It really bothers me to the point where I've even had conversations with some people that came to me and said, man, you really feel like you should have come out like that? And I was like, yeah, I I stand by what we said. I, I don't. Wild, care. If you don't have the balls to come out and say something, it doesn't mean yeah. that I'm not going to. I'm, look, and, and doesn't part, mean it's wrong to you know, either. No. You know,
2: like, why is it so bad? I, I hate yeah. that because I'm always standing up for like the good yeah. fight. People are always bashing me for it, and it's yeah. just like,
0: wow. there. I I get this. There's there's a little thing that I get here. I'm not saying it's right, but I get it. There are a lot of young people in jujitsu. I'm 48. I've got. One, you know, 27 year old daughter. I've got a 17 year old that's going to school, it's going away to college next year. I could give a fuck what anybody thinks about what I say. I'm too fucking old to worry about some little kid, some 17 year old's yeah. gonna be like, why are you coming out against Wagner? And this didn't come yeah. out against anybody. I came out in favor of doing the right thing and right. saying, I can't support something that's done something like If somebody did something at a location, okay, great. But what happened to Brazil at the camp? You know, right. two allegations, cover-ups. Like yeah, now, you want to yeah. come? Now yeah. you want to come out and say, yeah, that was bad. Okay, I almost understand the <laughs> Wagner side of it. Again, it's like, you know, Wagner. He let him in the school, but he hasn't been named in like these other things. But to be part of a group that forced a girl to drop charges in Brazil, yeah, you know, that. I was done at that point. That was like when I heard that one. I was just like, "Oh, oh yeah, good. this, yeah. I'm done. I'm done." I could say, "Okay, you messed up and you made a mistake," but when I heard like they, you know, a group of of people forced this girl to drop the charges in Brazil, that's when I was like, "I'm out. That's it. Done."
4: Sure. There should you be
0: know. no issue, people, and it's not just, separating yourself. Yeah, there should be the no issue. People separating. There should be. Yeah.
3: I don't know why there's an issue, and people are bringing up that you know that you're separating for your own good. You know what I'm saying? And like. And there's morals here that we all see and realize that are completely fucked up. It's completely yeah.
2: wrong. Yeah. I think in yeah. too, we have a lot of, like, the superhero syndrome. Yeah, the, the yeah. knight. Uh-huh. You know. like, and, and you know, such cult and loyalty falls yeah. behind that, too. Absolutely. And I hate when people sway around the family thing. Like, oh, like, I was helping Marcel because, you know, his son is my, my godson. Like, I don't give a fuck if they're blood related. Yeah, like, if you it. touch a child, that's like, that's it. That's it. So that's it. You're he could
0: have easily, the kids could have trained there, but having Marcel training on the mat behind the counters, which, again, my co-host yeah. Miguel, he said, I saw this. I was there. Yeah. You can't tell yeah. me like, when it was first, like, oh, he's never been in the gym and, you know, the, the message, they stepped on their own messaging and saying that it wasn't true. Yeah, Milt, I was there. I saw it. He's like, I can't go back. So, that's the part, you know. Yeah. If you you could have easily well, we come out to it. There too. yeah. Hands
2: down, no
3: hands <laughs> down. Like I even had Wagner at a point. I was gonna have him do a seminar, you know. Like we are really tight. We, you know, like it's unfortunate that this went down. You know, I I look up to Wagner. I, you know, his jujitsu and like his what he's done. You know, it's amazing. You know, yeah. I can't not say that you know about Wagner but, but
2: now, now he can't understand yeah. why he's not getting opportunities.
3: Yeah <laughs> the the character he's said is he's putting out now just it's it doesn't make sense. You and you guys all know this. Counteracting you know? his apology. Yeah. No, it just yeah. doesn't make sense and I feel and you know like now you know at one point I'm like ah, oh, no I don't feel bad. I'm like bro this is this is something we all need to address. Yeah and there should be no gray area. It's yeah. no period. You don't do this with little kids, period. You don't, yeah. you don't associate with those motherfuckers, period. You know? And then Marcel's gone. Ha. Huh? No one talks yeah. about that.
0: No yeah. one's talking about <laughs> where's Marcel, where's Marcel. And and yeah. the other guy, but just for the record, yeah. right? Both. Yeah, there's both yeah. They're both gone. Both You're absolutely right.
3: Yeah. They both bolted as soon as they had that. But you know,
2: there was a little point in time where I even felt bad for Maggie a little bit because I felt like she was like stuck in a situation. Um, I said I wasn't gonna talk about this publicly to her, but since she's back into competing and I've questioned her her tears that she was sending me, now I'm gonna talk about it. Um, but she sent a message way back in August, just thanking me for not um, outing her out because there was people saying horrible shit, you know, to uh,
0: about her and, and to her. I'm sure you saw you saw some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> seen
2: it. Were cut if, I did,
0: yeah, if i didn't see it I, somebody messaged me if i didn't see it on my own i was getting the messages i was getting more messages than i than i want i was like oh wow okay we open, you know we right. we, we came out and said something and now people wanted to be like you don't know the half of it you know about this exactly. Do you know about this yeah
2: like, especially this is right after her whole spiel about the only fans you know how how to not support people and to protect kids from it So, you know, she messaged, she voice messaged me and she was crying. She was just like, thank you for not outing me. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, she even said in the message, um, like, I've never, I've never agreed with Cyborg. And most of um, this stuff happened before I was there. And my man is just looking like a monster right now and blah, blah, blah. And I straight up told her if Lewis put me in the situation, I would be gone. You know, there's there's some things that you can have differences upon in a relationship. But when it comes to your life, morals and children and, and young girls, there has to yeah. be a fine line into that, especially when you're, you're trying to be a, an empowering role model for. for yeah. Jiu
0: is supposed to be. This is exactly why we're bringing our kids to jujitsu, to right. martial arts, is so that they have a voice. Excuse me, and exactly. they and they can, they know to speak up and defend themselves, right? This isn't this why we're doing this, you know? Especially younger, girls. my daughter again is going away to college next year, and I'm like, God, I wish you would just let me show you some, I, really more to her towards her mother. I say, I wish she would let me show her some things because there's going to be that point where there's going to be a boy that slaps her in the ass, or you know, people are getting yeah. drunk, or you know, somebody slips that's something in your drink. I mean, wrong. and I yeah. and I want her to be able to protect herself, to know better, and to protect herself. And right now, she doesn't have those skills. She's an athlete; she runs, but she doesn't have self-defense skills. She likes to yes. punch me in the stomach when, every once in a while, but I'm like, that's not going to stop a, a man from attacking you. Yeah, and, and one in three and,
2: women are sexually harassed. Yeah. Right? that is a big number.
0: Yeah, you know? Louis, you were going to say something. I, I think I interrupted you.
3: Um, um, just on the top, just on the topic of we, we were talking about, you know, like women, like how Aaron said, like this is so necessary. We're, we're bringing, like you said, bringing the kids in. And most importantly, you know, we know that jiu-jitsu is an equalizer. And now everybody's becoming, you know, keen on the fact that women can do jiu-jitsu. Women can straight up manhandle you and stuff like that. So they're coming into jujitsu. They're coming into this world. And we got to help them out. And, you know, I, I play a big role, me and Aaron at our gym, you know. We have a huge uh kids program you know our kids have already been kids pan ams champs we took them to uh kids worlds all of it man we're just we're in it with them and we i've had kids now that have been under me five six years i'm literally watching them grow up
0: and to hear what you know Marcel, just like
2: how marcel did
0: yeah to hear know, what he's done you like, know it's like it, i it's know sick. a coach looks you look at these children like your kids and yeah, they're like yeah, with them you, so yeah. long i, so I they, tell them i
2: kids now because
0: this i gotta true. worry about you <laughs> <laughs> i really do so you have to question the mentality of somebody who's willing to you know you train somebody for four or five six even longer six and years. Using their power as an instructor too regardless if
2: they're a minor or you not know, you're abusing your subtle kids. an instructor has power
3: you like, do you have and, and you have power in right your wrong. voice you know what i'm saying just right here just speaking of and you've seen it you know like and our experience, the parents will come up to me and Aaron and be like, yo, can you talk to so-and-so? You know, you guys, you guys do say
0: a few things and they're like, oh, all right, I'll get right. done. They're, they're more scared sometimes to disappoint coach yeah, than yes. they are to disappoint their parents, right? Because they know what they can oh. get away with the parents. I see yes. it in my gym, too. Sometimes the kids are like when Professor Felipe talks to them. They're like, oh, oh, oh yeah. shit, I fucked up. Okay. I can't. This exactly. is no, I'm going to get in trouble. Don't tell, don't tell a professor. Versus, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it's the old school, like, my, wait till your dad gets home. Now it's like, wait till yeah. I tell professor. Yeah.
3: yeah. But we have it all the sure. time. You know, I've had my parents come coach, Can you discipline my students. This is, I mean, you know, my kid. This is, yeah. I, yeah, I got, you know, like you said, they look up to us. They absolutely, and we're giving them a foundation of confidence, of self discipline. A new outlet, you know, Mm -hmm. like me. I'm a kid from like West Tampa. I didn't have shit. Jiu Jitsu was everything for me It literally got me out of fucking the hood got me a gym got me so much that cool girl. You know what I'm saying?
2: But Now what Marcel did and all these other fight sports instructors, they literally took not only their love of Jiu Jitsu but their their whole childhood. Yeah, the
3: confidence away, you know, like unfortunately, you know, I know one of the girls, they don't train anymore. And she was talented. The girl was, was on everything, so
2: good. you
3: know, you know, I, she was on all these promotions. She could have been right there with Aaron on who's number one, this, that. I, I, she she was there. She was at that level. You know what I'm saying? She does not even train no more. You know, and that's, that's, what's going to happen.
1: Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching. If you're enjoying the show, please help us thank our sponsor at FightbackCBD. We couldn't do this without them. Head over to their website at fightbackcbd.com. Check out their growing line of CBD products and find the solution that's right for you. That's fightbackcbd.com. And get 20% off your purchase with discount code JJD. Also, check them out on social media at fightbackcbd. Now back to the show.
0: So what what's the answer? Let's talk about the answer on different levels here. So... Let's start with the gym level. At the gym level, what should gym owners, professors, and coaches be doing differently inside their gym?
2: So what we have um, established in our gym is um, not only having, like, our code of ethics with our instructors um, and, like, having them sign contracts on it, but also just with students having a same-gender policy with private lessons and with kids always make sure they have a partner yep. they're never just working with, with the an coach. instructor or okay. with a coach um i will never teach uh, a man in a private lesson oh, Lewis okay. will She's never old. teach a woman in a private lesson you know if you don't have a high level female grappler to be an instructor find one there's plenty now and there's plenty of girls that would love to teach
3: too. or, or you know like Aaron said, you know, if you don't have that, you know, that option, right? You, you have two people there, you know, you you, don't single yourself out. Don't put yourself in a position. Now that's what we have done. We've never, I'd never want to be, you know, we have cameras in the gym as well, but you never want to be just alone. You know, we, we don't want that anymore. You know, if you're doing privates, it's always good to have another person do the private. So coach, can be there hey do it this way do it that way it's just perfect mm-hmm. And you have yes. someone at your level you're set, you know not doing it you know imagine me a black belt me and aaron are 150 plus with 10 12 year old kids even 15 year old kids you've seen that have a difficult time with older adults yeah so yeah so that's what we keep it real traditional in that manner and you know and we I mean, we really are very transparent like we've had talks about this without amongst all our students, you know. I've even, parents. Yeah,
2: parents. I've even
3: had talks to students. And someone. always
2: staying connected with them too. Yeah, like yeah. I know it's hard when people have a lot of students. Like like we have we have 130 students at our academy. You know, it's hard to be able to talk to every single parent, but um, even just staying connected through social media or anything, you know, any questions pop up or um, any kids feel uncomfortable, you know, we talk to the kids too, always always reached out to us. Like I was so cringed by the Marcel situation, like literally the next day I went to like my my teen girls, I'm like, if anyone makes you feel uncomfortable, you come talk to me, like immediately, like promise me that, promise me that, you know, I was, I was so freaked out about it. But later, later down the road, which I would love to see in the actual jujitsu community is, um, maybe a, like, I know this is a stretch. I doubt this can happen, but maybe like a hotline or organization that girl, wherever gym you train at, if you don't feel comfortable going to your instructor, you know, cause they might not, they might think their instructor might brush them away. Like the situations that happen in Texas, Texas when yeah. they try to cover it up. So maybe having an organization where, where girls can go to and, you know, the organization can do something about it, you know? So that,
0: ha, have you guys heard of safe sport?
2: No,
0: you guys got to check out safe sport. So there's an organization that exists uh, in really in response to what happened to the, the Olympics gymnastics team, uh, cool. Safesport.us, uh, I believe it's .us, uh, but just Google safe sport. And there, so this organization exists and it's gone outside of Olympic sports. I found out about it because one of our supporters um, uh, is a judo black belt and a judo referee, and they're required to take this these courses. So Safe Sport, it's a it's very inexpensive, super cheap, and you can have your coaches, staff members, owners can all take these courses. They give it to the parents for free. It uh, you know helps you recognize you know if your child's being groomed. If there's, a, you know, coaches doing something. And like you said before, you have your 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 uh, coaches sign a code of ethics. This yeah. would take that to another level. You would get certificates. And it trains your coaches and you. So everybody st- starts to be conscious of what to look out for. I haven't done it myself, so I'm probably not doing it all the justice it deserves. But it exists. And they have the hotline. They have wow. the hotline where you can report something, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. Again, from what I understand, whether it's Little League Baseball or... You know professional football you can report to this organization so mm-hmm. again it exists a lot of people didn't know about it i've posted about it a couple of times and i was like oh, this thing is here it's not the answer to everything right. but it's a step in the right direction and it's but, a tool yeah yep. so how do you guys feel about uh cyborg came out and, f- and like officially announced his hotline what did, did you read about that
3: i think it's,
0: uh, <laughs> did you read did you see that did you read about it at Back all pedal.
2: yeah and in the same one oh it, all gyms have bad apples no you have like i'm sorry to swear on here but you have fucking mm. predators like, those aren't yeah. bad apples criminal <laughs> They're criminal fucking criminals those aren't bad apples and it's not like you know
3: i understand you know like jujitsu is one of those type of martial art you get that you, we're gonna have all walks of life doctors thieves this that but yeah. We all get it. Like there's been times that we've been down and out, but there's just some laws you just don't fuck with. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I teach kids. We love our kids. I, you don't, that's the law. You don't yeah. fuck. With. That's, yeah, to me. That's, been, like, right. you know, that's, that's what, you know, if you believe in God or the universal yeah. rules, that's where that's at. And no, I was going to say, it's,
1: it's not even law. You know? yeah. It's not even about law. I'm sorry, Bo, Bo
0: just, is, uh, is chiming in.
1: Yeah, no, uh, oh, sorry. To, to me, to it, me, it's something like that supersedes law this is all about yeah. moral This morality, moral yeah. Right. You know? yeah. yeah yeah exactly because you know, i mean i mean if you need a yeah. law to no. tell you you need a law to tell you what's right, right that's you know yeah. so
0: exactly. i guess you're not in favor well okay so i looked at it i'm not wanna make a joke about it but i'm going to say obviously by the, your expression Aaron when i said that um i when i read about it, i said look i i'm always going to i i to to a fault i give people enough rope to hang themselves I'm always like I always try to put myself in somebody else's shoes. We all we've all done things that we regret and and like damn, I wish I wouldn't have done that or made that decision or been in this place. So I look at it and I go, I understand and I can respect that you're trying to fix this. But understand, and I say this directly to Cyborg, as somebody who is a student of one of his, I don't know, uh, I I I believe he gave him his black belt. So I'm learning my jujitsu from Felipe as somebody who was as part of your lineage, lineage whether i like it or not yeah you, can you be it. you're not the solution you are not the solution you are credited with with uh, you know covering up you can't right. now now when i read it it said like there'd be like an advisory board so somebody could call in report something to this hotline it's an outside company but then they would report it to a group including cyborg maggie and like other people
2: all
0: for fight sports. Yep. No, that's the wrong answer. That's you not the right answer. you are
2: not trusted. I, okay.
0: So here. if you okay, let's say we want to let him gain back the trust. Safe sport. Safe sport. Yep. Or yeah. find another organization where you are not part of that. Right. The problem here yep. is that you were part of done. the cover up.
2: Exactly. Not yes. okay. Absolutely.
0: Oh, the, but let's let the Marcel one go for a second. But go back to Brazil and what happened there. And you, it's been said that you. And other grown men forced a young girl from another country who came to this retreat, and you were part of the the the, the group that that she like pushed her old, to right? what to, to like to drop the charges. What was that, Louis Lewis? She wasn't even that old. Right? Yeah, she I think she I don't know if she was a teenager, she but she was a very young yet? woman. Undease. And yeah. And now you're talking about she, now you want us to report it to you? Okay. I, I think that you are not seeing what like the reality of the situation and you should say, I'm going to give this up to another organization so that you guys know that I'm never involved with this type of decision making again and an outside organization is going to handle that. That's what I want to hear from him. I'm not right. going to say that, oh, oh well, then I go back to fight sports because everything's okay. But it's a step in the right direction. You can't right. be the problem and the solution. You, you're guilty of this thing. You can't also be in this situation. You cannot also be the part of the solution. You've got to hand it off to somebody. And I just thought I read it and I'm I'm sorry, but I just thought it was ridiculous. Like really, you yeah, you don't don't you see? Are oh, you not ridiculous. seeing what I'm seeing?
2: Right, right. And then like going back to the message that Maggie sent me, she said she wasn't in the right place to make a response. But then not only that pops out, but they're back to competing you're not you're not in a right mindset to make a fucking response, but you're in a right mindset to compete like so so let's go up
0: let's go up that ladder that I said. so let's we talked about what you can do at the gym level. What needs to be done at the really I mean, the only governing I'm doing air quotes here, governing body that we really have is I b j j f really, right? I mean, that's the only right that's the the organization that we look to. Um, and, and I guess ADCC on a, le- like a competition level, but you know, IBJJF, right. You would like, you want to get your certificate that says you're, you know, a black belt, you're an IBJJF recognized black belt. What do, what do they do? What can they be doing a, a, on that level? What I
2: mean, they, they need
3: to, if any, what anything? Can,
2: screening.
0: Yes.
3: Screening. You can I've do bands. Seen. You know, a lot of these guys, as you can see, you know, like with but, Mo, Mo band, Mo
0: like band, yeah. everybody.
3: Yeah, exactly. you know, mode and play Same games thing. exactly. You can start doing. There needs to be some real severity, you know. If, if we can't, ca- like, for instance, the two guys who went to Brazil, right? They took off. We can't do anything. You, we all know that they're they're good. We can't go over but there. They can
2: probably anything. compete in IBJJF. Yeah, they Brazil. can
3: compete in, in, yeah. exactly. You know, they can still do their passion. When they took away passion from these two, you know, a passion that we we all know.
0: Jiu-Jitsu is passionate. Because most of the yeah.
2: victims, some of the victims didn't go back to jujitsu. Exactly, these
0: guys are training. So you know,
2: know, we are landing them in. So, arms. so what we can they
0: do? I mean, does it take like Mo Mo Band Fight Sports, not just them, like Fight Sports as a whole, like the Fight Sports banner as a whole? Am I am I wrong from any ADC competition, ADCC, or is I it just them we, in particular? I got to double check. On I'm that. not sure. I but think it was just like, like
3: Marcel and like the whole like you know the people that were associated with the cover up. Yeah. So.
0: And I, I, but now, of- now fight, to, now fight to win. Seth posted, no fight so sports. He, yeah, oh yeah, no fight sports. Yeah, no no fight sports. sports. Out- I <laughs> saw that the day after he he was on a podcast, um, and he said he wasn't ready. It was kind of like he he said it's a guilty till proven in, innocent situation. I'm not ready to make that mass like statement. And then that hat was a couple of days before. And then I saw his post that said no more fight sports. So right. I mean, is that There's is that the methods. answer? Is that the answer? Or is that uh, I, I, punishing I everybody? It. Is the punishing everybody under the fight source banner? Is that the answer? They're I think, okay with it. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're okay, okay with it. it. You got to think about it. And it's if severe, it happens
2: again, you yeah, know, it's and a it, severe. It day. might not come out now. It might be more secretive. It's a, It's so
3: severe. This is something that we all need to like. I feel like people are rationalizing the severity of it. They're like, "Oh, it's already settled with and stuff." It's or weird. it wasn't
2: all fight sports.
0: Yeah.
3: was so like we all have to, we all have to march together in this. And if you're not, that's the problem.
0: I this, I challenge anybody that has a daughter, exactly, and change of yeah. fight sports, to sit down with their daughter, whatever age, and and explain what happened. And then be able to look them in there, but I still train there. And, right. Okay, let's say your teenage daughter, because maybe you don't want to say this to a child, you know, a very small child, but can you see yourself having a conversation or your no. child finds no. out they train jujitsu and they find out, Daddy, is this what's going on with this? Is Think about that moment of having to look in their face and say, Oh no, but that was this, that was that, and, and we still train that, we still support. I know I couldn't have that conversation.
3: No. And no, that's why that was a
0: big part having of it.
3: That, yeah. Having that thought is just like, it's sickening, you know, trying mm-hmm. to tell that to your daughter or not even that sister, you know, mother, you know, like we, we need to yeah. think about it in that
0: manner as well too. Like this could happen to any one of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, we've, just, we've said, we've know. said on the show a lot, you know, we, uh, I don't know. You guys are familiar with McDojo life, right? Uh, Rob, we had Rob on the show and he's been, He's been doing this for years. He's been outing guys like this more on an individual basis. I don't really think he's ever gone, like, really pushed to go after a gym or a full organization. But he's pointed at, you know, he's in uh, and, and all of martial arts. This isn't just judicious. So he's been doing this for years. Yeah, yeah I've seen and his post. I, when I, I posted something, and he's been on the show. He's been on the show way back. And we, we've, you know, I could say hello. And we had a, a, just a short conversation via message. And I said, like, this is crazy. How do you do this? You know, how this is like he is his spends his life exposing fake black belts, predators, rapists, you know, just Mc, McDojo type gyms that sell belts. I'm like, how do you how do you deal with this? This is crazy. It's a lot of work. Like, you know, hats off for you've been doing this for years. Yes. And like this is just like coming out. It's just like for him, in my mind, I'm I'm gonna speak for myself, but I'm gonna say in my mind, he's just like, yeah, this is we see this every day. I'm getting these messages every day. We've known about this stuff. This stuff is, you know, things that happen. It's not, it's not just fight sports. So I was gonna say, we say we've been saying on the show, this isn't just a jiu-jitsu problem. This isn't no. just fight sports. So we've we said them mo- a yeah. you know, not this targeting. Is sports. This is, is not, not a fight. martial arts problem. This is a societal problem. It just yeah. so happens that we we're in jiu-jitsu, we love jujitsu and we're seeing it in our world. And we need to cut this out. We need to take yep. a scalpel and cut those people out and get them the hell out of this world. Yep. So again, I go back to do you know it? You know, does is Mo saying that they can't fight in ADCC? Is that the answer? Is uh, the IBJJF coming out behind them saying something? Is you know uh, WNO right? You know, flow grappling WNO. They still they still have them on right. Yeah, they're, big. Yeah, they're still yeah. on the cards. They they haven't come out and you know fight to win. Hats off to Seth. I think it was a step in the right direction. You know, again, do you punish the whole team for something that happened? Well, right now, if you know, I feel like it was the right thing to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's. Uh, and you it's know, these promotions
2: are they favoring morality or are exactly. they favoring like how uh, how famous someone is and their competition level and. Um, this person's gonna make me money or more views having them on you know yeah. people yeah. have to have that serious talk like i honestly don't see That's ibjjf going aside and doing anything i think and, they're money hungry anyway <laughs>
5: <yeah>. <laughs> you know so yeah. i don't
2: think they're gonna they're gonna dispose fight sports because they have so many competitors going under them anyway yeah uh, so it's just sad. People, people got their morals out of whack, and they gotta recheck their. You really do,
3: really do. And like you said earlier, we all have to march together in this. It's not a, it's not no like we're against this group. I'm not. I'm not. I yeah. actually really respect some of those fight sports black belts I know personally. Not just Wagner. I know a lot of the guys over there. You know what I'm saying? That I, I, I look up to. They're they're highly you know talented guys. But like like you said, this is this is a march against.
5: You know, is, issues
3: yeah exactly and we all need to come together in this and cut this shit out this shit needs to stop all right mm-hmm. and, and it, it just it really does you know and it's crazy, like you said it's been happening for years i mean i've heard this like there's there's fucking movies that make fun of like parodies of like kung fu and shit uh, getting kung fu teacher touching a girl you know that needs to stop like period and and everything you know what i'm saying and and I agree with you on that aspect. When you know. I, You know, I see
0: stuff now. I, I, you, like, uh, watch TV shows like Netflix. You could watch a TV show from the 80s, the 90s, and I hear the things that are said, and I'm just like, oh, man, you could no. not say that now. You it, couldn't be a show right not. now and say that. You know, just the, the comments that are made or the, you know, uh, somebody touching somebody or slapping an ass it's or something that's just so like, too. whoa, you can't. There's no way that, that you know, cuts the mustard now. You know, so it's, it's a different world. I, I think that... You know, well, I, I'm going to say this. I have heard rumors that there's a New York Times article coming out. Am yes. I the only one? Yes. I understand there's. I've seen
2: Mo uh, posting a lot about it. That, um, no, that's
3: and this is my weird.
0: assumption was because he was posting about it that he's probably been interviewed for it so that he knows that he really does know that it's coming or he's yeah. in contact with the girls. So maybe the girls. So. Like I said before, I've had some people say, like, really? You know, you really think you should have come out like that? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, And they're like, well, what's what's really changed? Well, they lost at least four gyms down that I know of down here. I know of and have had conversations with people like kind of second and third, you know, slightly removed from gym owners that are going to leave. And this article is going to come, and it's going to shed a whole new light on something that, again, they think – you know, certain people think has gone away or it's like, yeah, this happens. Yeah. It's going to happen. And, you know, it's like the me too movement. It's, it comes and now you don't really hear about it. Well, guess what? It's not over. And yeah. who knows what else is going to come out and what other allegations are made, but guess what? It's not over. Right.
2: No. Yeah, and so. maybe this might open the door for even more stories.
0: Yeah. And
3: the consistency of you us know? keep voicing and keep, you know, I, that's one thing I really hope people start doing. Just keep voicing it. Keep, being consistent and persistent about you know this needs to be a stand this needs to be a change like if we just you know like for a month or two you know i I did see that a while back when that happened with one of the girls because we were talking about this down here a while back four or five years ago when it did initially happen we were you know blasting about it and talking about it you know i even told aaron a while back you know one of my black belt spencer mummy you know he was like an advocate about it if you guys know spencer spencer does not play he is gonna yell everything on facebook yes. instagram and he doesn't <laughs> give a fuck how he says it yeah. all right
2: and, character. Uh, it
3: got to the point where you know he was posting about that and you know i knew fight sports was upset with him they even said he couldn't come over there and i told aaron i was like yo they know i gave that man his black belt so i know they're gonna feel the type of way because he's constantly blasting about it and it needs to be done it really does. And it's, consistency yeah. matters. You know, Josh yeah. Leduc was doing it for a while and, you know, like we were doing it and no one really talked. Those guys
0: about over it. at gamblers are raw. They, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, who, they who they offend. <laughs> I follow yeah. them. I'm like, I see some of the stuff he posts and you know, Oh my God. It's. Like, They're wild yeah. guys. They really And not are. just
2: outing that. I think um, a lot of people over sexualize jujitsu too. I don't know if you've seen my recent post, me getting into this, uh, you know, argument with this porn star that was literally doing like, yeah, doing, uh, yeah, yeah. So, porn star. so backstory. So, so backstory. Jujitsu memes. I don't know if you ever followed that profile, but what is it called? Um, Jujitsu memes.
0: Yeah, like a- oh, I mean, I fo- I'm sure I do. I follow oh, everything jitsu I'm sure. Um,
2: right. So um, he posted this girl doing like this leg lock um, with like fishnets. And, and stuff, and made like a funny caption on it and I'm like what the heck so and he tagged the girl I was like this is a real picture so I go on her profile and she's doing like very ex- like the explicit things with jujitsu techniques like on stage putting guys in triangles oh, like man. like in videos getting rear naked choked and you see you see Gary Tonin and uh Gordon Ryan like commenting on her and you see a lot of jujitsu guys following her too. So of course I say something <laughs> and I say stop sexualizing jujitsu, like this is not this is not the place for it.
3: Go to the beach. Go to go to the yep. you know. Right, Be a stripper
2: and, and do it there. Like, <laughs> again, I have no problem with her sexuality. No. What she does for a living, that's fine. You can be empowering all you want with it yeah. without bringing jujitsu. Exactly, into it. that's all. Uh, so, of course, Gary Tonin, like, shares it and, right, like, calls me a Karen and writes that our sport already looks like sex. So how can we not sexualize it? And that was a huge red flag to me. Like, we have these high-level competitors, like, thinking sexualizing jujitsu is OK. I don't know about you, but I've never thought of jujitsu being sexual. I'm trying to choke and arm bar people out. Like, I never think that it looks like sex at all, like, whatsoever. And my first thought was, do you think sexually when you teach women and children, Gary?
0: Like, I will be po- <laughs> I will be posting a clip of that statement right there, so, so you will have your opportunity to get into it with Gary at some point. I, I, I look, I agree. I I tell you personally, like again, Not my gym. Had a lot of women but,
2: step on there too. Like, thank you for outing this. You yeah. know, this is part of the problem too. I, but like, so many women get harassed on the gym because they think it's okay.
0: I'm a fan of the way my school does it. We have before all this happened. So this was before. So it was already going down this road. Um, we had a lot of girls that graduated from the kids. We have a strong kids program, so they were graduating from the kids program, you know, 16, getting their blue belts, and training with the adults program. It's like time to, you, get, you know, adults class, guys, 7.30. Um, so I, I they realized, like, yeah, I'm probably not going to have that 16-year-old rolling with Milton. And, and I have, yeah. I've rolled with some young kids. I've had parents be like, hey, go roll with Milton, like 16-year-old go. Yeah. I've coached a little bit in the past, but I've, I've rolled with men, women, young guys, and, and younger female competitors. Our school, as those girls started to graduate, they, we started to put cones down the middle of the mat or down like a portion of the mat. Cause we do have a lot of, a lot, we have a huge women present, a female presence because of, you know, Sophia husband, wife team, makes people feel comfortable. Okay. So we start, the girls started training on one side of the mat. And now we had a, like a, we have a large mat area, and then we had a smaller area where we have like a after-school care program. So they just kind of like took out all the rooms, and we put mats in there. The girls train on that side, and the men train on the other side. We're completely separated now. We were going down that road anyway with with the mats being separated, girls on this side, men on this side, and now we're just in two different rooms. And kind of a fan of it. Uh, we do on, like today we do on weekends, we call them like family open mats because so many parents Train like their kids trained, and then they got recruited, and now they train. So we we kids on one side, and then the adults on the other, because there's a smaller group of adults. And in in that, if a girl wants it, like I rolled with one of our female coaches today, and I I never I never I almost almost never ask anybody to roll because I'm usually the bigger guy. Everyone is is smaller than me. Again, I'm like you know two thirty. So I always let somebody come to me because I never want to feel like a bully, like I'm grabbing somebody. So I've always been like that anyway. And I and that's the way I am with the females. If you want to roll with me, if you ask me to roll, then that means you're comfortable with rolling with me. We've probably rolled before and I will roll with you. But I never go grab a girl. There's like there's one really, really tough girl in our gym that I'm like, come on, Flo, let's go. You know, I'll grab her, but she can kick my butt all over the mat like you can kick his. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I like that's the yeah. that's probably the only female that that I ever asked. Otherwise, it's if you want to roll with me, I'll let you, you ask me and I will roll with you. But that's I'm right. never going to grab anybody again. Being the bigger guy, and then okay, I'm going to roll with a 125 pound woman, you know. And I always pull guard and you know let let her work. Yeah. But but you know, man. I feel comfortable and they feel comfortable. So they if they ask me, we can roll. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I, I I'm I'm very much a fan of the way that my school is doing it. I'm not saying that every gym has to do it that way. We're just we just happen to be doing it that That's way right. now, and especially given uh, the environment, I think it's it's good.
3: Yeah, Going outside over there. there. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I absolutely I'd like that, and like like Aaron said, we, we kind of do. something We pair our girls together. Yeah. Yeah.
2: in adult class. You know.
3: I really we like have-
0: what you guys said before about the the privates and the coaching. Because that's where things can go wrong, especially if you have a predator that you're not aware of. Is all of a right. sudden they're doing privates, like you know, with the Marcel thing, or, no, or Mar- one of one of the one of the predators. They you no, know they Marcel. were away at a submission hunter pro event, right? Oh, they yeah. went away no, no, no. to the right, like first of all, Don't never put your kid in that position. Me. Never as a parent, I'm never going to let my my daughter travel with a, a man by themselves. That's a whole right. other issue, yeah. but. Um, being put in that position where you, I like that you said you do not have males coaching female competitors and vice versa. I think that that's smart. It's where we're at, whether we like it or not, it's just where we're at and you open yourself up to problems and there's a business side to this and then there's the love of jujitsu side. There are some of us who have turned this into businesses where, you know, mine is the podcast, mine is our, you know, our podcast store, yours is the gym, right? Yours is competing. If you want to put that at risk, keep on doing the same old, keep on doing yeah. things the same way, and and it's gonna, it's the bell will toll for you as well, whether you like it or not. Somebody's gonna do something stupid, and it's gonna fall in your lap, or you yeah. can take proactive steps to, to you know, cut out it's that cancer before that. it happens.
2: Absolutely. You know,
0: right. So it's gonna Let's-
2: be a slow journey, but. Well, you know, I hope
0: that article, I hope that article speeds things up, whatever, whatever that article does, if it really makes an impact on us, you know, again, I know at least four gyms that have either left, you know, the fight sports organization, um, at least down here, Uh just in Florida. And I do know others that, that are going, are happening, you know, that, that have said or have reached out to other people that I know and said, yeah, you know, we're working on it and they're not making big announcements in every cases and they've changed their name and you might still see the you know, the Fight Sports logo on somebody's gi. They're not making everybody rebuy gis and things, you know, trying to make it a, just like a smooth transition. But I I believe that a New York Times article, because that is really not only a national, you know, you know, it's New York Times, that's a national publication, and really an international, these days, right, everything's international. I think yep. that you're going to have other schools drop off just for, the, you know, yep. the person, the mom or dad that's not following jiu-jitsu memes on Instagram, right? That's not it's hearing right. about the this jiu-jitsu stuff jiu-jitsu is going right. to hear about this stuff because it's going to be in the news and, exactly. a, and a different platform than, than where we're all it's talking about it. What was that, Aaron?
2: It's going to be more in their face
3: now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, well, jujitsu is becoming such, and you know, and that's another thing that, like you said, the bigger picture, like I really don't feel cyborg and Wagner and, you know, the fight sports organization understand how quick, jujitsu is moving and like such a mainstream, you know, platform, like, you know, from who's number one flow grappling now, like, you know, like all the
2: responsibility you have as a, as as a role model, as the face and, you know, famous alkalites that you have. That's the, I,
0: I think that's the biggest part of this is you have to understand your role in this world. Yeah, yes. and when you start to change the facts, bend the stories, force people not to you know to press charges. <laughs> cracks cracks really like, I
2: don't know what you're talking about, and then there's wait, pictures that I Yeah, the next
0: day. yeah <laughs> dropped by your students. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, uh, know that's cracks. I'm I'm really I'm curious as to again I know I know the gyms that have left. But I'm curious as to kind of you know how many students they've lost if any. You know, ha- have you? I know it's having an impact on, on going to events
2: in that gym. And I'm like, like, where's your mind at? I'm going to, I'm going to say,
0: I'm going to also say, you know, and I'm down here in the belly of the beast in South Florida. So I I haven't been careful about what I'm saying. Like, you know, careful, watch out. You don't know. Look, I'm uh, as a, as a father, uh, you know, as a husband, as a human being, this is how I feel. I could give a shit, you know, again, um, I've unfollowed if I see something fight sports. I've unfollowed all the gyms. I made an effort to go. I'm just I I, every time it came up, it was it was making me you know like sick to my stomach. I was just like, all right, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. I've unfollowed anything fight sports, and if I see competitors come up, it's no slight on them. I'm unfollowing them. In my mind, doing something where we're producing content that's online said, if they're not hearing us. Here and in the gym, we all know that they're all looking at their followers and how many followers they have. And you could see how many people drop off. So there was yeah. a little part of my mind that said, you know what, even if it's just one, they're going to see that number go down. And I'm sure exactly. that I'm not the only one. So they see that number go down a couple of times in a day and go, wow. oh, wow, people aren't following me. And maybe that will have a little bit of an impact. Because we know, you know as a competitor, you know that, you know, your following is going to help you make money. I, again, I, I know this. Yep. I know this. I, I support uh, other competitors. And, you know, that number equals the number that you can ask a sponsor for. And that yeah. number is going to be, you know, it's hey, are you going to have me come out? And let's do, can I, am I going to do a seminar? I, I look when I, when somebody tells me they want to come on the show, if I get an unsolicited request, I go on their social media. I start to follow them. I want to see how many followers do you have? How long have you been doing this? Like, I, I'm looking at certain criteria to say, hey, you know, is this person worthy to come and getting a lot of requests? We have a lot of people that won't. I can't interview everybody. And, you know, do I want to interview a white belt or do I want to interview a black belt? Right. I want to interview somebody who's having an impact and, and has a story to tell. So I, I made that was a choice I made for myself. Unfollow, 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 unfollow. And I'm going to continue to do that. And I've got different, you know, I've got to do it on every single I've got to go across all five social media platforms that I manage, yeah. you know, all the Instagrams that I have for the, myself, but I've been, I've been doing that and make me feel a little bit better. And I said, you know, here, feel, if you're not hearing us here, feel this, see you the know? unfollows and, and I, I'm, I'm going to continue to do that. So I don't know. That, that's my advice to anybody who's a little pissed off so when you see somebody, you know, on the podium with their fight sports logo, I don't know, maybe unfollow them and, and send them a message that way. doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you, you know, it doesn't mean anything more than you're, you're showing your disapproval, you know, of, of what, uh, what they're representing, or at least, uh, you know, the organization that they represent. So, all right, let's go into, we got a little speed round. I'm not sure if you've listened to the show before we do a little speed round of questions. We'll let you guys both answer them. And, um, again, I always call it a speed round. You can elaborate if you'd like, uh, there's no pressure on time. So, okay. So Aaron, your favorite, gi or no gi? Uh, gi. Gi? Oh, really? Okay.
2: Yes.
0: Luis? Can I say both? You no. can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> pick one. What's your favorite? Uh, if you had to pick one, if you if Evan said, "Let's go train right now," are you grabbing your gi or are you like we're doing no gi, right? What's your I'd preference?
3: I grab the
2: gi. I grab the gi. Yeah. I start with the gi. Yeah. That's yeah. I, that's Same. All. Okay. we could a lot of no
0: gi now, but yeah, we're, yeah. we're,
3: we're transitioning. <laughs> Now we're doing everything no gi, but yeah, we started in the gi, so I'd probably just grab my gi.
0: All we right, now Luis, take down or pull guard? Take down. Aaron.
2: Uh, depends. Oh. If it's if it's gi, I'm pulling guard. Okay. <laughs> if it's no gi, I I wrestle more with no gi.
0: Go to move. What's your favorite?
2: Oh, I'd say I'd say like Kimura trap.
0: I saw you ripped that. You almost ripped off somebody's arm the other day with <laughs> that Kimura. <laughs> uh, did you have to give it back to her later? Like here you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew she like
3: you know tapped her. Was like oh you okay? You, okay? you know, you know
2: with, uh, most people that have gotten knocked out the first round in the semis, you know, that came back the next day, they were very angry. You know, and, and wa- wanted to avenge their losses.
0: So oh, I was wow. one,
2: one. of the few people that showed up anyway.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh that that's another podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> Luis. Go to what's your go to? Your go to move? Um,
3: go to back take. Yeah, I like to take them back and choke you. <laughs> don't
0: we <be> all? <laughs> Other than all right, let's say a uh, favorite competitor to watch. Or le- wait, let's start. with Let me take that back. Are you fans of jujitsu? Because a lot of competitors are like, yeah, I don't watch. Are you guys fans of jujitsu? Are you like, there's a there's a fight to win on tonight, honey? Get the popcorn. We're watching.
2: Ah. So like, really. I wouldn't say all the fight to wins, but we we definitely do watch Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Like yeah. we tune into
0: Who's Number One, we tune into, into worlds and see how there's it works. so like, much now, like and again, as yeah, yeah. as an MMA competitor, right? There's so much to watch when it's like there's a UFC on two or three times a week, and, and then there's you know the Invictus and the Bellators, you can't watch it all.
2: Right. And then on top of us teaching it too, sometimes we do step away and take a break. But but we are fans of the sport. Okay. No,
0: absolutely. I've had people on that are like high level competitors, like, yeah, I don't watch. No, (laughs) I just, I go, I show up, I do my thing. I'm not, I'm not watching. I'm like, I've become a little bit of a flow grappling addict because I do love, like, I'm having people on the show. I like, I, like, I watched your fight. I like, I I had them, I had the, It's an entire weekend of jujitsu. That was tiring. But I had the TV on, like I, you know, pushed the flow grappling from the phone to the TV. So I had it on in the background while I was doing stuff and I'd stop and I watched, but I couldn't watch everything. So I watched all your matches today. So that's, I I love doing that little bit of research and seeing, you know, just kind of doing it. It makes
2: it easy. Archives. Yeah.
0: So who's your favorite competitor to watch Aaron besides yourself? (laughs) Who's your favorite (laughs) competitor when you are watching?
2: oh man um favorite competitor who have I liked watching recently oh, I forgot her name uh totally forgot her name but this new um, black belt on the scene I think she trains out of unity jiu Jitsu I think blonde hair um, but she's been doing nasty uh, barrel and bowls completely forgot her name but that's who um who I've been watching recently um but before that um, I was watching a lot of of Elizabeth Clay because she was just on a terror um, terror through uh, through the black belt scene um, last year and this year, um, but as far as like all times, um, definitely like Felipe Pena or uh, or Leandro. Lo, definitely okay,
0: I want there they did a, a documentary on him. Was it Leandro? No, no, no. I'm sorry, not Leandro. Uh, Buchecha, there's a there's a documentary oh, yes. coming out of, uh, on flow. Yes.
2: So. Yes, for
0: sure. Luis, favorite competitor to watch?
3: Uh, if it's not Aaron, um, <laughs> ah, there you go. Nice, like smart right? man. Like you got a good one there. Save. Um, <laughs> all the young kids that are in it right now, like that kid Cole Cole Avante Cole from uh, Avante. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The kids yeah. are freaking blue belt yeah, just running through Gio. Yeah, like, or, or the Rotolo Bros. Like yeah. people are sleeping on those two kids, man. People not are
0: anymore. not anymore. Did you see the rankings, not right? That they're, they're are they, are they ranked uh, number one both. and two? They're both number yeah. one. Yeah, they're
3: both one fifty five, one eighty-five. And they can do
2: whatever they want. Yeah, all
3: these these kids are incredible. Like yeah. you know, that's one thing I'm excited for to get like to compete against these kind of kids that have been training literally since they were like five at the highest level possible. Because like right now, all these fucking kids have been doing high level jiu-jitsu. Since they
2: were, they were very young, yeah, high level, competing at Kids World, yeah, now doing, this one. yeah, okay. you know
3: what I'm saying. So, man, these young kids definitely. We have, them.
0: we have a, you know, again, we have a, a huge kids program I mentioned before, and now I'm, you know, training with these 16 year old kids, these young men. Who I've right. seen, you know, I've been at my gym. And i got to roll
2: with them 100%. So like, a hard. <laughs> like so we have, we have two teams that I'm like, damn, i got to go
0: harder on you
2: so oh, you don't, yes. don't choke my ass
0: out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I've been at this gym for five years. I trained two years at another gym. Five years at this gym. So, you see a, you know, 12-year-old become a 17-year-old and you're just like, oh, geez. Like, This is the reason why I start, like, jujitsu, it's hard to, like, I have a regular 9 to 5, and I do the podcast. I I have two jobs. It's very difficult to do jujitsu and to go work out with weights. I try. I'm really pushing myself now. Sometimes it's just hard coming out to Miami to do the podcast. It's, like, hard to get the training in. But those kids are the reason why I'm like, I have to lift. You have to (laughs) lift when the skill level's the same. When those things, those two things equal each other out, you know, strength does come into it. I'm lucky enough that my size, they're usually smaller than me, but now the size is like, uh, uh, does it, I'm actively starting to lift weights again because of that. I'm just like, these little kids are kicking my ass. I was watching this kid crying on the mat, you know, running off the mat to to, mommy, my foot hurts when he was 12 and now he's 17 and he's kicking my ass. I'm like, oh boy, you know, (laughs) it's time to step it up. So that's, that's why I do that. So, okay, let's get back to our questions. Um, other than achieving the ranks of black belt which you are both black belts what is your ultimate goal in the world of jiu jitsu for both of you
2: uh ultimate goal uh, just just being an amazing instructor honestly and then helping helping people achieve their goals you know like i love competing you know and I, again i always want i want to be a black belt world champion you know gi and no gi um, but outside of that, like my heart is into to teaching. And mm-hmm. I would love for us to blow up our gym, you know, just like just like these big name gyms yeah, yeah. and you know help help people with their future in it. Louise? Uh, yeah,
3: just as same as her, you know, like uh, uh, I love competing as well, I'm getting ready for master's worlds and all that. but I love. My biggest thing is to become a good teacher, you know, like me and Aaron have been around Hoyce Gracie for a long time Aaron grew up around him. And you know what he's instilled in us and I I hear it all the time. He's like, yeah, you know, I compete, but I'm a great teacher. and That's yeah. what we want to be. That's what we want to instill. Cause you know, one day competition's gonna go out the window, I ain't gonna be strong, all that, you know, but I'm gonna be a hell of an instructor and create right. an impact. Cause Make at the it, end of the day, impact. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're here for. At the end of the day, we're here to extend our knowledge I'm already a black belt. I already know what I am. Erin knows who she is. We're already high level. You know, it's just who's sailing now. But for the longevity of it, extend that shit, you know, really, you know, have my yeah. name out.
0: There, That's you know? my favorite part. Like my day job. I love training people. And in jujitsu, when I first started, I was at a very small gym. And even at White Belt, I was like assistant coaching. And sometimes I'd have to open. He was in law enforcement. And sometimes he'd be on like a stakeout and be like, no, you got to open. So I was like little gym. So I'm like this white belt training the kids, like doing the kids class and then doing the adults classes. But like, it was so new that like, I was the higher white belt and training the other white belts. That's always been my favorite thing as a relationship, teacher, especially starting later, never going to be a world champion. Like I'm, that's not what I want to pursue, but being able to like, even today, somebody like, Hey, how did you do that thing? I'm like, ah, yeah, come on. That's and cute. I love yeah. teach showing somebody something that I knew. Especially if I could make their journey to the solution easier, like yep. yeah, I feel like I had looked at a million YouTube videos to figure this out, and I couldn't figure out why I was doing this thing wrong. And if I can share that with somebody, and they're just like light bulb goes off, and they're like, oh, "Yeah, I love that." That's my favorite part of Jitsu Period.
2: And then you see them like, use that technique successfully and like, like that's the I'm best. best. Like, Yo, <laughs> you party. got like a tear in your <laughs> eye. You're like, oh, my <laughs> younger <laughs> ass, papa. good job. You know.
3: <laughs> Absolutely,
0: I love that. That. For
3: that, they come back I, to you I
0: think, and they're like, "Yo, I did it," you know. Like, yeah. I was. Uh, what- I went to the We Defy Foundation Gala last month in Dallas, and there was a guy there who's he blew out his he blew out his knee. He was training. He was an ambassador as well, and he he had blown out his knee prior. And I was like, "Let me show you something." I said, "I blew out my knee before COVID," and my coach is very strong with the lockdown. And I'm like, "Let me show you how I do the lockdown." Because it takes all the pressure off my leg, but it takes my leg out of the equation when somebody's attacking. Like I, it helped me get back on the mat because I couldn't do a lot of really good passing. I can't do like a you know like a baseball slide pass. Like I can't. I couldn't do that with my leg. It's just going to injure it again. I said, "Look what I did." And he walked. I started to show him the lock. I did the lockdown on him in a roll, and then he was just like, "What did you do?" And I said, "Look, let me show you how to do it the way I do it, so that I know that I take my knee out of the equation, but I can still maintain a strong position." And his eyes lit up when he started doing it on me. He's like, we're practicing it. I love, and now he's gone home and he's met. He's like, hey, he's like, me and my, I've been showing people the lockdown that you showed me. And that's like such a good feeling, you know, not even like, he's not my student, but it was good to pass something along like that. Again, I love that. Those are my favorite parts is just showing people stuff and then them being able to use it and, and come back to you and say, hey, I used it. Oh, my God, I'm getting everybody with it. You know, I love those feelings. Uh, all right, so what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in your gym or on the mats, maybe even in a competition? Anything crazy ever happened to you?
2: Um, yeah, uh, so outside, like, blowing my knee um, in mm. training, freak accident, which always sucks. Um, the finals of uh, Abu Dhabi trials. Um, I was purple belt. The trials were down here in Tampa, I think, yeah. And, um, I was going against Tara White, which, um, Tara White and I, we would always compete against each other. You know, I would win one that she would win one, you know, she's awesome. Awesome. Uh, black belt too. And, uh, we met at the finals and this is for the ticket to go to Abu Dhabi. Mm. And like the first 30 seconds, she goes for a takedown and like, I sprawl super hard and my collarbone comes out. (laughs) And of course, Mm. like there's five more minutes to go. Uh, so, um i don't know how but by the grace of of god i just kept it together and won by advantage but because like you can't tear up you know you can't, you can't try, make a sound a ver- you can't you can't yeah that's you can't a verbal out, right?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right you know like as we're walking back to the center because we went out of bounds like i point to lewis like my shit's done. And he was like, just keep going. You got it, baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what else is he going to say? Easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, say no. yeah, right when the match ended, though, I, like, fell apart. But, you know, thankfully, I was. they were able to put it back in, and I was able to go to Abu Dhabi. But that was, like, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me uh, in a match. I How
0: think. about you, Luis? Anything crazy ever happened?
3: Um, and, and competition, um, not in like, not in jujitsu, not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, MMA, yeah. I mean, I choked the dude out and they didn't think I choked him out. That was, that was fun. Oh funny. my God. So like my first MMA fight, uh, that was a hell, of, a hell of a, that's a great, there we go. That's a good one. Uh, it was a crazy experience. Uh,
2: what was it at? Um, oh, you gotta tell, North... you gotta tell the backstory. Yeah,
3: that's what I'm getting to. It's, a, yeah. it's in like Port Charlotte, Florida. So we're fighting in Port Charlotte, Florida. My coach gets me a fight a day's notice from the original fight, so we're like hauling so a ass. Is prior there.
2: opponent pulled out?
3: Pulled out day of, uh, and it's amateur. So Royal it this guy from Fort, Fort Charlotte
2: looking for an opponent.
3: So we haul ass there. It's in a barnyard, all right.
2: <laughs> outside.
3: Yeah, outside. O-
2: outside. Think of like you're like a Florida like the barnyard.
0: I can,
3: I can imagine.
0: I live here. Yeah. I know. I get it. <laughs> our our warm
3: up station was a trailer park, like an actual trailer home. And then like there was a back area. There were fucking like little sewing needles on the ground and shit. We're I'm picking to, up while he's we're warming up, up and shit. So fast forward, we get into the cage. The cage is wet because it's fucking November. You know how it gets muggy like, outside. Yeah. Dog. So I try to throw a punch, I fall. A royal first round goes, Who guard? What? Which cool. you never do in MMA. Who cool guard? But
2: it was so slippery, you know. Yeah,
3: it was the craziest fight I ever got into because we were slipping and sliding, fighting. You know, I managed to take his back in, like, the second round. Get a, get a full RNC. The guy goes, no, you cranked him. I'm like, wait, what? This is MMA. I can cr- I can do whatever I want once I get and back there. Of course, I
2: can't <laughs> shut my mouth. I'm like, that's a rare naked choke, yeah. ref. Like, how do you not know this?
3: So, Arroyo's <laughs> like, shut up. You can get dq We go <laughs> on, win
2: unanimously. You know, I
3: take him back down, get him out. Well, I pulled guard and swept his ass. I didn't even do I it. Mean, I just kept pulling guard. It was the funniest MMA yeah. fight ever. But yeah, that shit was wild there. And then we rolled back 100 miles back home because that's (laughs) Arroyo. Because we had to get home quick. Yeah.
0: Are you still fighting? Do you still fight MMA? Nah, actually,
3: I ventured in. uh, Aaron took off. It was kind of cool. Like the start of pro grappling was my start. And like, I was like, yo, I'm going to stick with jujitsu because I I debuted Fight to Win Tampa when they were first here, uh, Brown Belt. uh, I got like submission of the night um that was when wagner kicked uh aj off the stage yeah oh that yeah that, that was right that now. was <laughs> i was on that card yeah it was like literally a couple of matches right before that it was hilarious they he kicked them right into me i was
2: like hey, hey this is hilarious
3: but uh yeah so
2: and you open the gym too, yeah
3: right? I fast forward into like pro grappling and then we opened the gym and that was like really what i kept doing you Can know Just, more time. yeah i was like i have a gym you know like i'm one of the first people in my family have my own business and stuff like that so that's what I always knew I knew from the get go when I did Jiu Jitsu when I started it I was like I don't know what the hell someone knew but Jiu Jitsu is going to be it you know jobs whatever but Jiu Jitsu was always the one I knew I could teach and I knew I could do it and that's the beauty of Jiu Jitsu like like we were saying the the teaching aspect you can extend so much you can make so much you can do so much you know Mm -hmm. that's
0: awesome that's awesome Appreciate it. All right, so this is this is a, a always a, a little bit of a weird one. It's a little bit of a thinker. Do you have any regrets as it relates to your martial arts journey, Aaron? Anything um, you wish you did differently?
2: Yes, I um, two things. I wish I didn't take uh, time off during high school a little bit, even though I was like on the sway of liking jujitsu and not. Um, I wish I stayed more consistent because I was really only training once a month. Uh, and also stepping away from, uh, competition, um, like as I got my brown belt, cause I kind of, I got, uh, I got injured with my knee and had to get, uh, reconstruction surgery on my ligaments. So I was out for like a year with that. And I just went back into MMA versus going back into jujitsu. Um, so I was like kind of upset not staying con- consistent on the jiu-jitsu scene. So um definitely have regrets on that. Um now I'm like devoted to trying to do as much as I can, you know, while while I'm young. Uh but yeah those
0: are my two regrets. Was it was it something specific that got you got you back onto into jujitsu? Was it like a, you had gotten hurt? Right? Tell me, tell me how you went from you went to MMA but you came back to jujitsu and I'm I'm sorry if I missed it. Was there something oh, yeah. specific that um, made you go? Oh, let me give. Let me take a run at the. You know, uh, jujitsu so again. Funny. Um, during COVID, uh, we lost like half of our
2: half of our revenue, so we were really trying to all of our students. Yeah, like I even got a part time job, so there was no real um, chance for me to um, go into back into MMA. Um, and then once it was like the end of 2020 that we went started going back into our gyms in Florida. So I was really devoted to that. And then uh, fight to win um, reached out and asked if I wanted to fight Maggie on their all women's card. And yeah, I'm like, Oh my yeah, line. sure. Like, let's do it. And um, after that, I started getting more opportunities. So I was like, man, let me just see where, see where this goes, you know? And, and I'm thankful for it, you know. I don't want to turn down any more opportunities, especially with
0: so, jiu-jitsu. So you you did say before you'll still fight MMA, but is it your heart's really in the jiu-jitsu? Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, always like right. there, there's longevity in jiu-jitsu that that just doesn't yeah. exist in MMA. There's a there's a breaking right. point. You age out. You get hurt. Yeah. And you, you seem see so much fighting
2: hits. older and older now, but it, I'm not one of those people who's gonna do that or you know, waste my brain cells either. Yeah, you
0: don't wanna be punch drunk. It's not it's right. Not a good look.
2: Exactly. It's exactly. really weird. It's really
0: but for real. me, I'm
2: I'm thinking like once or twice a year as, as far as fighting, you know, my my goal isn't to be like UFC champion anymore. I I wanna show that I'm I'm one of the best like jujitsu grapplers. You know, because I am a jiu-jitsu fighter, you know, not not an MMA yeah. fighter. You know,
0: my my heart is in jiu-jitsu. Luis, any regrets? Um,
3: No, I love this shit. No, I, I, only, have, <laughs> I only have maybe, uh, and this is like a general regret I think we all can relate to, is like knowing when to recover, you know, like I would, especially being fucking younger, I would always push through injuries that I know now that I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go check that out, you know. And, like, to all the young listeners, uh, the athletes, the, you know, the guys that want to push through the pain, don't do that. <laughs> don't yeah. do that. Go go look into recovery. That's the biggest thing. And, I, and that's been really helping me now. You know, like, I had a, a, an opportunity to be on Combat Jiu Jitsu Worlds and I popped my knee. And I was like, all right, do I go out to Combat Jiu Jitsu Worlds, fuck this shit up more? Then I can't compete in Masters Worlds and all this other competition, or do I rest? Me at tw- 25, 24, I would have I would have said, fuck money, you know what I'm saying? And just not think about, you know, plunging, you know, elevate, all these kind of things. And that's what i said. say. My biggest regret when I was younger was, like, you know, I, I hurt my rib. I was, like, oh, I'll give it a month. And then I come back in and hurt myself longer, and I couldn't yeah. be
2: training. Without going to, like, get adjusted yeah. or, or going to massages, massages Things or, like you know, that. Cryotherapy. Never thought of
0: that shit when I was younger.
2: Yeah, yeah. never. Now it's now it's on our regimen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, something we preach around here. I mean, I go to the chiropractor once a week. Uh um, yep. cold shower I, I can't I don't do cryotherapy, but cold shower after tra- if I train jujitsu, cold shower. If I go do yeah. weights or anything else, hot shower, cold shower after jujitsu, it helps me. Uh and really weight training, I feel like weight training, and I'm not going super heavy. I feel like it helps me recover better. Especially yeah. when I got like my back is hurting, but when I'm lifting, I'm like those things don't. Those little things don't hurt me as much anymore. No, and you're right. I went a long time where I took, you know, weight training out of my my training regimen, and and now it's back, and I and I feel the difference. Feel better, you know. You feel better, especially yeah, because you're, you're gonna. You're your body feels better. Your mind feels better. You're you're performing better on the mat, and you leave, and you're like, not only did I get the relief of stress, but now I can't. Oh, I'm doing so good, and you feel like you're progressing. So it's a great, yeah. uh, you know, it helps the mindset.
2: So. Yes. all right
0: so this is the this is a big question here this is uh probably the most important question that you are ever going to answer ever Uh (laughs) ever in any i don't no matter what podcast you do no matter what interview you do this is the most important question this is the one that everybody's been waiting for do you or do you not wash your belt (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so you got two people that do different things. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to tell you, you didn't see your husband's face and what he (laughs) he did. I don't think you saw it. Maybe you saw it on the screen there. But go ahead. You answer. He he smiled and made a little face. But go ahead.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm one of those, I guess, guess weird, traditional DJT people. I don't wash it. I do Lysol, but I don't wash uh, he
0: washes his belt. <laughs> yeah, I like <Lysol>, saw. <laughs> you're I killing him. Look, you're killing him already. He's he's coughing. He yeah. caught something. <laughs> yeah, I throw it in the wash. Yeah, throws It in the wash. You know, uh,
2: for me, I'm like, no, you can't wash off the hard work. I I have that that uh, conspiracy mind. Bo,
0: uh, a house divided. Yeah, <laughs> this is like it's... liking two different football teams here.
2: But I, I like
0: saw. Was it's oh, the it opposites
1: attract like energies attract i'm really confused I, I,
0: <laughs> so i i have i've always washed my belt i've always washed it it was just nobody ever told me not to i just throw it in with yes. the gay. i've always just thrown it in yes. with my gay um i've had guests on the show that like have been like of course you wash it and then i've had people that have been like are you crazy why would you do that <laughs> everybody has a different reason and and it does come back to the one that i can understand the most is if you're washing it, it fades. But if you're training and it fades, like you're showing the amount of training that you had, right? Yes. It's the only one that's re- It's still nasty and disgusting. It's still going <laughs> to have yuckies. It's still going to have yuckies. I got my brown belt less than two weeks ago, and I haven't washed it yet. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I've always washed it, and now there's like this little part of me that's going, at brown... Hmm.
1: It's a long way off from a science yeah, a science experiment. Yeah. I
2: I, I I so. we'll, we'll see. You're like I'm dying this
0: far. I'm, I'm, life I'm, life I'm thinking i I'm, 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 I'm thinking one I'm thinking like once a month situation. I've <laughs> <laughs> got once a, month, a <laughs> month. I saw. I saw Once a
1: month. I mean, how many times do you roll? Well, you're rolling 30 days yeah, a month. Well,
0: so. we do gi I do gi at least yeah, three days right. a week and then no gi. So, yep. two times. Yep. Same all right. Is. So, we've got it. we've got to, we usually flash on the screen like uh, team washer belt and team hashtag powers in the we'll belt. So, we're going to we're we'll gonna have to split, split screen it. We're going to have to split screen it and do both. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Listen, uh, I want to give you a moment to shout out your sponsors. Anybody you want to say hello to? The floor is yours. Yeah. Uh,
2: just shout out to No Digits Needed, Flow and Roll, um, and our teams, Gracie Apollo Beach, Gracie Tampa South.
0: Give out the exact address, because there's a lot of people in Florida that that listen. Oh
2: yes. Oh, sorry, almost no. That's a, No worries. Uh, our our address five four seven seven North U S Highway forty one. Um, come on down. Yeah, check <laughs> them out. <laughs> come on well, down. Well, when nice. it,
0: what what's next for you guys? Uh, uh any events coming up? I uh, you said uh, Luis said you said you're gonna do the next IBJJF. Yeah, you're yeah doing, the, doing the, world. the world
3: in Vegas. I'll be out there trying to you know take a title. With those okay. old men, old men. <laughs> i'm doing masters one so it'll be really exciting you know these guys are really dedicated i think on all platforms right now you know like i said earlier everybody is out there competing everybody's going for it So
0: especially close yeah. COVID. yeah so it's really i love it sport. this is it's so cool what's happening in jujitsu i'm yeah it's it's, it's awesome and, and Aaron, and what's what's next for you
2: Five probably- um, Yeah, if who's number one opens up this forty-five soon, that would be awesome. Um, if not, uh, hopefully either a super fight or an MMA fight beginning of next year.
0: And let's uh, let's give everybody your Instagrams. We'll put them in uh, the yeah. in the bio as well. We'll tell everybody where they can Absolutely. find
2: you. Uh, my Instagrams. My first name Aaron. Dot Harp. H-A-R-P-E. What? is Lewis
3: underscore underscore Mata BJJ.
0: Okay, and the school.
2: Oh, Gracie Apollo Beach.
0: At Gracie Apollo Beach, right?
2: Yep. Yes, awesome. Sir. We'll
0: we'll we'll put them on screen, and we'll we'll make sure everybody knows. Listen, guys, thank you so much for doing this. I really love to ha- have you both in the studio next time you're in Miami. Like. It, it, when you next time there's a competition in Miami, you know you're going to be here. Let's figure something out. Let's get you in one day, either before, or after. Yeah, we
1: don't have a limit on time here. Yeah. We can do this at night. We can do it at three in the morning. Yeah, we have an open <laughs> studio,
0: our own studio, so we can do it when it will. We'll just figure something out. A uh, little advance yep. notice for me because if it means I've got to like take some time or you can you know, bring get out of work out. early. <laughs> if it's during the week, I've got my regular nine to five. If it's on the weekend, I'm completely open. But we'll set something up, and love to have you guys come in. You Can bring takeout. You can. Bring uh, I love what we call like round <laughs> tables. I might have like another host with us, and you know, we just again shoot the shit about jiu-jitsu. So, hey. thank you so much for doing this, guys. I appreciate it. Take care, oh, guys. You. We'll bye. talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye, bye. Bye. Bye, guys. All right, guys. That was awesome. Thank you so much to Erin and her husband Luis. I appreciate them being uh, being on the show today. Very cool uh, couple, yeah. Yeah. Real quick. We want to give you guys a, uh, an update from We Defy. We went to the gala and uh, was it September 18th last month? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to have TJ join us in just a second. He's going to give you guys an update on how much money was raised and some cool things that are going on. So check this guys, check this out guys. Hey TJ, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey. Good. How are you? Good, good. It was uh, great to finally me. finally meet you face to face at the gala last month.
4: Yeah, that was that was awesome to get, I don't know, we had about 20 ambassadors all together, Uh, most of us meeting for the first time face to face. And it it, it means so much to the group when we get to be together like that. And all these things we're doing virtual and long distance across the country. But then we get these moments to actually be together. And the way it just brings the team together, we get to know each other a little bit more, we get to find out even more about each other's skill sets, too. Yeah, and and how we can leverage that as an organization. You just you can't, you cannot find a substitute for that those moments, that interaction. And it's, it's, it's been rare for the last year and a half.
0: You should see this guy, Robo. This guy rolls like he's half his age.
4: I mean, he's only 30.
0: He rolls like a 50. No, 30. Uh, you see this guy move. My he, God. He's a pilot, man. Yeah. He's, he, I, 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 I saw him rolling over there and I made sure that I was re- way, way <laughs> on the other side of the mat.
4: <laughs> well, you know, it's I, one of the coolest things about getting to be there was, uh, and rolling with the big guys. I've gotten a roll with, with, Know Professor Shabar before I've been down there a number of times, but um, I think one of the highlights for me was Steve, Arget the the new secretary.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, man, he just uh, golded. He just uh, he yeah. just
4: won Masters two, uh, medium heavy Nogi worlds. He's the number one ranked in the world on that at that, and the stuff he taught me in five minutes. Just watch it. We rolled for maybe ten minutes, and then he just gave me a couple things that have fundamentally changed the way I play last week. Wow. wow. And That's I mean awesome. it's it's it was it was that was the most fun part. And like the pictures that Sam our social media guy that he was taking, he got so many awesome moments, not just of like cool jujitsu, but of people smiling. Yeah. And sharing and like the, the whole point of the community part, like it's in the pictures. Yeah. And and how awesome was that, you know, to be able yeah. to to have those moments together. What's doing his name again, Steve?
0: I got to meet him briefly. What's his name?
4: Steve Hargett.
0: Hargett, okay. So go check him out yeah. on Instagram, everybody. He's uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's he six
4: blades, six blades under Janji, and um, man, yeah, he he's a beast. That's and, awesome. But man, it, he his instruction, just like I said that five little that little five minute clinic he gave me on how to clean up some stuff was awesome.
5: Yeah.
0: So. shout out to everybody. We had two two open mats, Friday and Saturday. Friday night, yep. Saturday morning, which is awesome. Ah, uh, believe yep. it or not, this is so crazy for me to say. I don't travel outside of Florida a lot, so I haven't. Tra- I've never traveled outside of Florida and done jujitsu. That's my really? first time ever doing an open mat in another wow. state. I know it's crazy, okay. right? Seven that years is, in. Yeah. I mean, I've tried. I've yeah. been all over Florida. You know, I've been really all sure. over South Florida, and I've done a million open mats. Uh, and yeah. a lot of people come into the open mat at my school because we do two open mats every weekend. So anybody's okay. welcome to, to come down. But uh, yeah, I've never really traveled for jujitsu. I don't travel a lot. I go on cruises, and you know, with like going to Key West, you know, we're we we're, yeah. we're in the state where everybody comes to go on vacation. You're, so everybody's coming you down been to on us. A,
4: you've been on a jiu-jitsu cruise yet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I want to. I've got the okay from my wife. She's like, "Listen, as long as I can lay out by the pool, I'll, we can go wherever you
4: want." <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> I'm coming with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. I definitely want to
0: do it. Man. So, yeah, and then as, I guess,
4: yeah. and you got you got some good news too. The last couple of weeks.
0: Uh yeah that, uh, yes
4: that <laughs> brown belt promotion <laughs> yes I awesome. did I am now brown belt
0: yes uh, yes uh long time coming that's COVID held that up a little bit
4: so that's awesome gotta step up
0: the game now yeah now <laughs> beating up everybody now I'm going harder. <laughs> i like yeah. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> earn. I felt like I gotta earn it. Yeah. I was coming back off the knee, and then COVID. Sure. I I didn't feel like myself for a while. Like you feel like you know you're you, know, you lose a step nine months out. Yeah. So now I feel really good, and my knee is my knee is great. I I, I wore a brace today because I ran recently. I uh, started running a little bit, so yeah. uh, it was kind of like mm, yeah, let me wear this. Something's a little something's happening in there, but otherwise I, I feel real good, and it's uh, it's just fun to be on the mat again consistently. Yeah. You know. It's awesome. So yeah. So let's talk about the gala a little bit. We had uh, okay. got some, uh, you know, some record numbers, not only yeah. for the year prior to the gala, but the gala itself. Why don't you tell the people uh, you know, some of the good news?
4: Yeah. So September was uh, and going into October was a milestone month for us. We hit our 300th sponsored veteran wow. early in the month on September 1st. Um, which was awesome. and uh, we 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 didn't make a big deal about it until the gala because we wanted to announce it, you know, in more of a forum, and then we were able to do it there.
0: So we hit three hundred, and
4: then we had the gala itself. and um, we raised over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in one night at that gala. Wow. and that was mind blowing. And we did not we didn't know what we would could expect realistically but it was lower than that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: I heard some of you the conversations. I, I heard some of what the expectations yeah. were and certainly we're and, not and over 100,000. No,
4: when Amy, the uh, national event coordinator, she posted a, a little exchange she had with Mike Anderson, our treasurer, back and forth, where she said, mm. I don't want to tell anybody this, but my secret goal is 100,000. Like, do you think we can do that? And Mike, Mike's a, you know, he's a treasurer, financial analyst guy. He's just yeah. really yeah. even keel, calm, doesn't get excited he's like, well. That might be optimistic but <laughs> possible you know like so we she blew it out of the water man amy just put on an awesome awesome Yes, yeah, so hats off to and, amy love to have you guys yeah. back
0: on again all together or yeah. down here in miami she was amazing she is she put on an incredible
4: event yeah she, she, she does really, she's, uh... she's got it down this is uh this was her first one i think where she kind of she was the leader of it she's mm-hmm. assisted on the other the two previous ones when we yeah. were smaller and even the one in LA in 2019, I I that was the first time we included ambassadors. I was an ambassador at the time, um, you know. We and we were able to use lessons learned from that to apply them to this. And how do we get the whole team working together to pull this off? Because we're yeah. a volunteer organization. We have three contractors, and that's it. You know, the other 160 of us are volunteers. You know, yeah. So, but what an awesome event for the fundraising for our team. You know for fellowship and community the broader jujitsu community at uh, sean patrick flannery as the keynote speaker yeah. and that dude is legit yeah um, you know he's a he's a black belt um and he's got his own program it's he's he he is as authentic in person as you could possibly believe when he came in and met us earlier in the day to kind of brief hey here's the the you know events for the day and, and how we're going to do this he is so real yeah uh just for for awesome those people dude. that
0: don't know who he is, he's one of the guys from the Boondock Saints. Yeah. He's one of the brothers from yeah. the Boondock I, I, I haven't watched that movie in so long that I don't remember the character's yeah. name. <laughs> well, but the he, he the guy, that guy that's not
4: Champions. on The Walking Dead.
0: <laughs> the brother that's yeah. not on The Walking Dead, right? He's the other guy. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Not Norman Reedus. Yeah. Not to be confused with Norman Reedus. So, um, he did that movie he wrote and directed that born a champion and acted in it okay and he released that okay. during the pandemic and for a bunch of us especially vets that do jujitsu that movie was yeah. while we're missing jujitsu it, it was it connected us back to that sport a little bit and it was yeah. almost therapeutic watching it because it recognized it hit on veteran tones you know it yeah. recognized the challenges in some ways of veterans and what jujitsu can provide for veterans yeah. like, that wasn't a major theme and he's not military, although I just figured out or just found out on a post that he did with Norman when they were in in a at a some business looking at models in the airplane in the in the uh, in the bar or the restaurant they were in. His dad was a fighter pilot.
5: Oh yeah, had no oh, idea.
4: Yeah. So we're, I'm sitting there next to him in the gallery we're talking about all kinds of stuff, and never that never even came up. And I was like, ha, I had no idea. You That's know, awesome. so that was that was neat to hear about his family's military heritage too, and. um it made a lot of sense why what we're doing speaks to him and why he's excited and passionate to to um, help us promote what we're trying to do. So
0: let's remind everybody what you guys do and who okay. you're helping here. So go ahead. You yeah. know,
4: We sponsored disabled combat veterans to train jujitsu as a therapy for their service-related disabilities. So the criteria are uh, need to have service in a combat zone, an honorable discharge on the DD-214, an 80% VA disability rating. And then we also have uh, a waiver for uh, some other things, like uh, military sexual trauma being one of them okay. and, and then being new to jujitsu or a white belt. So those are the criteria for the scholarship. Okay. then we pay for a year at a, at a gym that we have vetted that we consider to be our training facility. They're partnered gyms that are on this journey with us.
0: So let's talk real quick about ambassadors as well. You mentioned that yeah. you know they had about 20 ambassadors out. Talk to people. Why should somebody be an ambassador? Somebody who is thinking about, like, how can I help? You know, it's not just always about the money, but how can they help uh, shed some light on, on uh, combat disabled veterans, you know, and, and, and how Jiu Jitsu can help? But tell me why we need more ambassadors.
4: But in the past, um, and when I started as an ambassador, the focus at the time was on fundraising. Mm-hmm. And we utilized this volunteer force in the beginning to help run booths and other outreach events to help raise funds. but As we grew and we started to have more veterans we were sponsoring and more gyms, we had administrative duties that started to come up and design needs for gear. And these ambassadors were able to start, as volunteers, filling these roles to allow this to grow from more of a grassroots organization to a truly national nonprofit. And the ambassadors have continued to pick up More and more roles as we've grown, and with where we are now with this increase in funding, uh, we're we're at a we're at a really cool shifting point in our focus. Where in the past we needed the funds, we didn't need to find gyms; that was easy. Finding athletes to sponsor was easy. Finding the funds was hard. The funds are here now, and now we need ambassadors to help us find the veterans we're after. And to help us break outside of jujitsu. We're we're almost a household name now, I think, in the jiu-jitsu community. Mm-hmm. If if people don't know exactly who we are, or what we do, they've a lot of them have seen our logo. You know, and you, what takes seven times of a logo to be in front of you before yeah. you know exactly who somebody is or what they are, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. But what we really need now is for all of us who are in jiu-jitsu what connections do we have outside of jujitsu with the va with veteran service uh, or county uh, veteran service officers that help veterans get their va ratings done after service and things like that Um, a lot of the va hospitals have recreational therapy divisions how do we get our organization in front of them because they will have access to the people we're trying to touch and Mm -hmm. we're trying to help you know the ones on the brink the people really struggling that's why one of the reasons we're at 80 percent disability because we want to sponsor and find the people who have the greatest need Mm -hmm. and we now have a funding level that allows us to more aggressively look Mm -hmm. and that's really exciting and that's a shift from who we were as an organization before because it was always find money to help the people that know about us now it's find more people which is awesome.
0: And an ambassador does not need to be somebody. I'm, I do not have a military background. My father was in the military. Uh, I found you guys because Junior, one of our co-hosts that you guys haven't seen in a little while, but is still around. Uh, Junior, exactly. Drew, Miguel, uh, Janet, her husband, uh, Janet's husband uh, was in the Marines. Uh, everybody was involved with uh, uh, with the armed, armed forces at some level. Uh, I was the only one that wasn't. And when Junior started talking to me about what you guys were doing, I was like, "Why aren't we talking about this?" And I, I didn't. I didn't wait a day. I got on and I put in my application uh, on your website to become an ambassador. And and here we are. I think what are we going on two years later, year and a yeah. half, two years I later. It,
4: so, well, it, you know the most of the ambassadors have a, a military background, but I mean the whole point of this is to get veterans into a community that isn't just veterans, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's pulling people together. And and that I think it's important to have the perspective of individuals who did not serve too. Yeah. We wanna get we want those gains. We want those assets, you know. Yeah. Um we talked about. I think about that it makes with, the team stronger.
0: Uh, with I think we were, we spoke about this with uh with Nick from Warriors Next, um, who just had his cancer surgery this weekend or mm-hmm. this week. So yep. shout out to Nick. He's doing really well. Yeah. Um we talk about it a lot. It's like there's, you're going from one community, you come back, you get out of the military, and we're like the perfect community for you. You get the yeah. brotherhood, you get that competition, you get to stay physical, you get to you know, yeah, kill, kill so each other, components. kill quote yeah. unquote kill each other, break each other's limbs, and uh, shake hands and, and hug when you're done.
4: So, yeah, and um, it's I think the the draw it's it's partly the combat piece, but it's that it's also the that warrior ethos. And from that warrior ethos comes a sense of purpose for, mm-hmm. for veterans, I mean, that's what we did. And a challenge veterans have sometimes, we've talked about this a little bit before, is trying to navigate normal society where that is not the same value held as your, your peer group was. You know? mm-hmm. So now you find a civilian group where they understand that, that particular value. You know, that's a component of their pastime, their passion, their hobby. And you can start making these connections, you start realizing that everybody has a story that's worth hearing, including people that maybe, maybe you, in a way, uh, didn't give enough credit to as a veteran. Maybe some of these civilians who, maybe they're not gonna get me, they're not gonna understand me. Not only are they able to understand you, but you understand them. Mm-hmm. And you may not have known that was possible. Mm-hmm. That's not an uncommon uh, thought process for a veteran that's leaving service to feel.
0: Now you told me uh,
4: before we came on uh, you had an announcement. Had yeah, something... so one of the things that's secret. happening is yeah, it's <laughs> we're great secret announcement. We're we're growing and this is this is a minor thing but it, it's it's emblematic of what's actually happening. We just were awarded our first grant. And it's $3500 from the Overwatch Alliance. We uh, we have never received a grant before. And that now opens the door for some heavy hitters. And we, we, we were able to do it partly because of Kevin Linderman and the grant team that he's put together, who have looked at our operations, looks at, looked at what we've done to figure out how do we communicate this in a meaningful way to, to these sorts of organizations. And he just proved that his model of doing that works. And now we can use that to go after heavy, heavy hitters. And um, I have also I also know that we're really competitive for a couple of things that if they do pan out are gonna blow your mind. And I can't wait, Very cool, oh, I hope, hope, hope these things <laughs> pan out the way that we, we look like we're competitive for. Yeah. And I, I can't wait until we know more, um, but it's it shows us the next level where we went from grassroots funding to a more of a national um, organization to now something that is recognized by other professional groups and other corporations as a legitimate therapeutic service for veterans. That's so it's way beyond just jujitsu now we're starting to break out and that's been a goal from us since uh since i started as an ambassador which is awesome
0: congratulations man that's
4: awesome thank you thank you
0: so i want to thank you for coming on i want to thank you for having me out in in dallas i can't wait to what is is something when's the next one i mean i don't want to wait till next next year to see you guys enroll with you guys till next year is there anything happening between now and then
4: i anticipate we'll have one next year um We are looking at Veterans Day. In fact, I expect our development team to publish some stuff for Veterans Day. I think it'll be similar to what we did last year. Last year, if you remember, we did a ruck and open mats. We'll probably mirror that in in some ways, um, and I think they're getting ready to announce what they're going to do. I'd expect Memorial Day, and there's a possibility we may try to put something together at Masters Worlds, too. Um, We talked about it. The gala took so much in terms of resources and time that, now, as we shift gears, we're we're trying to see, hey, what can we plan well in the next two to three months? Because we would yeah. have been planning it if it wasn't for the gala. We'll get caught up on some of those things, and then we'll get back into our, our normal tempo. And I think what's really cool is now that we've had this big successful gala, we know how to pull it off. We know how to do it again, and we know how to we'll know how to better manage uh, resources going forward to hit the kind of pace we want with with other events and things like that. Very cool. Um, you know, when the gala happened. We all went into that weekend anticipating something might really cool could happen, but we were also highly confident that it was going to be a big success. We didn't know how big, but we just had that feel that man, we 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 are prepared, and um, I I think we have a really good product here. And, and again, Amy blew it out of the water.
0: Go, <laughs> oh, Amy. Well, yeah. we're here for anything you guys need. You know, I always tell you, I'm I'm dying for you guys. Somebody to come down. <laughs> come down to Florida, Yeah. <laughs> come on the show, do it live in, in studio. It's just a different feel. We got Drew True. right around the corner. His uh his gym isn't too far. He's uh, A&M is, is one of your gyms. Uh, so we can yeah. go down, Uh you know, uh, do some. He has an open mat on Sundays. So uh, we'll get you guys down. there. I'm going to get you guys down. Yeah, no, it sounds too. good. So we'll, pull, we'll
4: pull off. <laughs> yeah. All right, TJ, <laughs>
0: let me get, uh, we're going to close out the show, but I appreciate you coming on and we'll do this again okay. soon. All right, Thanks brother. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. Yeah, Take care, brother. Yeah,
4: sounds good. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Thank you, TJ. We really appreciate you. Uh, guys, a little housekeeping. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Patrick Sablin from at this tribal guy underscore. If you guys were with us last week, you saw this awesome paddle. I'm going to show you again. It's not for spanking. It's not for spanking. No, it is not. It <laughs> is awesome. Unless you got a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. That's I don't cool want to see though. the girl That's really with neat this. Though. Right.
1: That really is neat.
0: Very cool. I and like how I, I like how it. he's
1: got that glass smooth glaze on it. That's but really really nicely
0: done. I wanted to show you some other stuff that he sent us, which were these awesome. Oh, more things. Like uh, pendants oh, and right. like keychains. Some really cool stuff. I'll show you guys in you a second. This stick is a this stick is a, right a in front of
1: the, bird. Stick them right in front of the products right here.
0: I can't go, I can't go like that. I mean. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because I can. Because I can. I got a close up there. Go down more. Go down, oh. down, down, down. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Okay. Oh, those are cool. cool.
0: Right. That's called the traveling bird. We've got a mahi. Cool. Right. We use all these. Got all of these for keychains. Right. Nice. My favorite. The kanji symbols for jujitsu. Oh, got big very nice. and small. I think that's uh, very cool. You man. can either use them as uh, I think really somebody could use these as actual earrings as well. This is the smaller version. Good. Yep. All right. I'm going to use. I'm going to put this one in the new Bronco if it ever comes. The shark. Look at that. Ooh, nice. All right. Nice. That's the awesome. classic surf shark. Yeah. Yeah. This one looks like a wolf. Very cool.
1: Nice. You he can check cool all work. of
0: these out on his Etsy page: etsy.com/forward/slash/shop/forward/slash-this-tribal-guy. Again, got some some of the the big kanji ones, right? Sent a couple. Nice. Bo, you can take whichever ones you want from here, except the shark is mine. It's the only one I want to keep. <laughs> you have your choice of any of these if you want to grab one. and, uh, and add cool. a I'll take chat. a look at them afterwards. Yeah. So thank you, Patrick. Appreciate the uh, the gifts. Uh, he also us, sent us some T-shirts. We'll uh, we'll shout you guys out on the T-shirts as well on uh, one of the upcoming episodes. But uh, also want to thank... All of our Patreon sponsors, including Carlson Gracie Winterhaven and Winter Haven, Florida, CGWinterhaven.com at Carlson Gracie underscore Winterhaven on Instagram. Also, Carlson Gracie Broward County. Big shout out to Big J, uh, North Lauderdale, <laughs> uh, down here in Florida as well. Carlson Gracie Broward County.com and at Carlson Gracie Broward County on IG. John Way, John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Florida johnwaymartialarts.com and at johnwaymartialarts. Awesome dude. Love having him on. Our individual sponsors include Jebediah Berra, Robert Walker, Frank House, BOA Athletics, so check them out on uh, BOA underscore athletics on IG. Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, who also works with Fightback, Fightback CBD. CJ Carroll, Mission Twenty Two, Truck Red Door, and Roberto Santiago. Those are all of our Patreon specials. If you uh, Patreon sponsors, uh, if you guys want to support the show and get a shout out just like that, you can visit us on Patreon.com forward slash Jujitsu Dummies. You're also automatically entered to win up to hundred dollars of jujitsu swag. I just started to catch up, so CJ Carroll just won hundred dollars worth of jujitsu swag. We sent them some podcast stuff and a bottle of Fight Back CBD. So uh, being a sponsor or a, a podcast patron, as we call them, uh, we'll uh, answer you to win uh, these uh, these cool prizes as well. We mix these in with people who send questions for the show. If we use your question on the show, you're also entered into these drawings. At Dummies on Instagram for all the ways to watch, listen, support, and donate to our scholarship program. We award one-year scholarships to veterans, first responders, and amazing kids. Also, follow us. I've been uh, building up that TikTok at Uh Jiu Jitsu Dummies (laughs) podcast on TikTok. We just had one of our videos not go viral, but it was big for us. We had uh, one of our law enforcement videos with with uh, Frank, uh, with Freddie Trillo uh, just uh, took off a bit. Really? Yeah. For us, I mean, 20,000 views was is pretty good for us. We just started the page. Check out the podcast (laughs) store. At jujitsu dummies.shop, get 15% off with code JJD. We have ranked rash guards, teas, backpacks, coffee mugs, free shipping on orders over 50 bucks. We want to thank Weedify. TJ, thank you for coming on the show again. I think he did a good explanation of what they do, but get onto their website, follow them on IG. It's WeedifyFoundation.org and at Foundation on IG. Uh, Fight Back CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. Again, I'm Uncle Milty BJJ on IG.
1: You almost forgot. That's Bo. <laughs> yeah. I'm Bo.
0: At Bo, what? Uh, it's, you never give it out. We never give it out. No, at BadWorks. B A D W E R K S. There you go. Yep. All right, guys. Which one am I on? Here. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh. Oh, the, no, <laughs> you can. No,
1: you go on this one. Fuck like it.
0: listen everybody thank you so much for for sticking with us Uh, we were on a little bit of a hiatus there because of car breakdowns and dying batteries multiple things yeah but we're back we had a guest cancel i had to cancel one so it happens and i just sat here in limbo yeah we appreciate you guys (laughs) uh you know sticking with us and uh we're definitely going to continue to put out more uh more podcasts each month so
1: and looking forward to those tiktoks Check it out. Those are going to be fun.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been, Did you I've been get putting the out setup? episodes. Did you get I've been putting out episode snippets. So, uh, you know, just pieces of the show. Like I was posting on those, Instagram. We have not done some of our funnier <laughs> stuff, but we just got to. I need a dummy.
1: Got to do some masking. No one's ever
0: available. I need a, a dummy you to, need to join to, me you in need my, my garage. You need to get
1: a uh, crash test dummy outfit for somebody.
0: I'm I serious. Just, I need right. to get yeah. somebody to join me to do the TikToks first because my wife and daughter don't want do to do it.
1: To literally stand there and get their asses kicked. It's just... Somebody's, <laughs> already, somebody's already done those. This but... move is called a neck breaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Yes. Take care. We'll yes. see.